will be episode 160. I have a very, very special guest. Uh, my guest for today is Jose Ramos, and he has a new upcoming podcast called Ranting with Ramos Podcast. Jose, what's up, brother? Hey, how's it going, Mega Man? Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, what's been going on with you lately? How many beers you had? Man, I had this down pack prior to this, man. So I'm feeling good right now, man. I'm feeling really good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Usually I always want to get a beer. So uh, what kind of beer are you drinking right now? Man, you, man you're going to laugh at me, man. But this is what the, all the OG Mexicans drink, man. Bud Light. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know, um, if you don't have any, any beers and stuff, hey, as long yeah. as you go to the store and get some Bud Lights, I used to get like some 40s or some three packs. Yeah, it works, man. Hell yeah, man. So yeah, so right now I'm drinking a uh, uh, shout out to my boy Dan and Eric from Liberations Brewery. Uh, right now I'm drinking like a the, it's called Meanwhile Hazies. It's a six point three uh, six point three Hazies IPA. Damn, that sounds good, man. You know what? I because uh, I always hear you talking about the beers, man. So uh, I went to a grocery outlet and I found the Sierra Nevada Hazy. Man, it was delicious, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You should have it. Uh, when you buy anything from any markets, uh, usually because I know th- I work in the market. So, uh, when you get more deep into the craft beer scene, um, usually with any lot of beers, they're supposed to be automatically in, in the refrigerator. When you leave a beer out, uh, out without being refrigerated, when you buy the beer, kind of let it f- uh, be in your refrigerator for about maybe a week or two before you open it, so you can get more of that taste and more of that crisp flavor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beers out there that are, are that are really really on some that are supposed to be, uh, you know, cooler in the in the in the, the cooling system to be cool, but if you don't, you get some really bad beer and you can get you can get a stomachache really bad. Oh man, that's good to know, man. Because I remember you were talking about the podcast. One of your podcasts, you were saying that uh, some of the people that that got the craft beers, they want they want to save money. So what they do is they'll turn off the refrigerating system. Yeah. Beer burns, and that's what I was looking at, man. Like they had a lot of, they had a lot of cases, uh, of you know, because it, it comes in a, in, a, in a six pack, and they had a lot of them out. Like, nah, Mega Man said not not to get them when, when they're out. Like that. I said, nah, I made sure that it was cold, man. I made yeah. sure it was cold, and I made sure that when I, when I got home, I put it right in the refrigerator because you were saying it, it's it's you know it'll just burn the beer. I was like, yeah, nah, yeah. You if you if you, for for craft beer is different because like Budweisers and all these distributions. They they try to make the beers last longer, so they put a lot of corn rice or different kind of products to make the beers last longer for a year or two. But for craft beers, it's different because it's homemade, and the beers can only last about four to maybe about nine months the most. That's it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people buy uh, craft beers because, you know, it's the taste. You know, I know it's a little pricey, but you're getting your money's, you're getting your money's worth, you know? Yeah, man, it was it was really worth it, man. It was really, really, really good. And man, I just had I, I had a three, and I was already feeling good, man. And it's it's really worth it, yeah, because all that Bud Light and stuff has all these preservatives and stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. that's a long time. It's, 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 oh, it's, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, we work hard for our money. You got to spoil yourself sometimes, you know. Trees. Oh yeah, I know a lot of people in the craft beer scene, and I get a lot of homebrewers that give me free beers or this, or um, I always. It, it's I'm very picky with my craft beers because it's sometimes you get a lot of craft beers, but once in a while you might get like a sucky one where you might pour that beer down the sink. Yeah, man, I heard I heard, I heard it. Like you, you, you don't want to mention your names, but yeah, I heard you. I heard you. Sometimes you got to do that, man. When that, when it's sucky, I, I mean, as long as you don't you don't tell them, you know, because they're gonna get sad and shit. But yeah. I mean, 
So yeah, man, you got to double mouth. You know, I always hear you talking about growlers, man. Is is that is that like a huge uh, like a huge beer? Or what is that? So there's like different types of growlers. There's like a 32 ounce. There's a big glass one. So usually you want to get like a fat can, you know, to take home or like a, a growler, which is like a glass, like, you know, um, you can go take it to a brewery. It's like, hey, I want to fill this up. You know, like if we have any party events or let's say like, uh, you know, you don't want to go out and spend like $100 worth of beers. I mean, you can get a, a growler a glass they have them at the brewery, so you can buy one at a at a liquor store or whatever. It costs about five or six bucks. Take it to a brewery, get it filled up. It just really depends on what beer you get because there's different prices. And you may I usually get about two growlers, and that I can just drink those just for the whole week and stuff right there. You know, so you're saving a lot of money if you do that. Oh, cool! Yeah, I heard you. I, heard, I think you were talking about it, it, it's a brewery in East LA. You were saying that they're going to have the, the growlers were cheap, man, and, and you came up on a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I got some growlers. You know, I always go to the breweries because they sell them and stuff like that, you know, and, uh, you know, just to get them a refill and stuff like that. And it's cool, you know, just, hey, my, I want to get a, a growler just to fill it and stuff like that. But my lady for my birthday, she uh, bought me a growler. But this is this growler cost about $150 because there's a device in there you put in the growler that makes your uh, you can pour the beer out of your growler and a it keeps your you can take it anywhere you want to go and it keeps your beer uh cold man that's cool man that's really cool man <laughs> yeah i really look into that man that, that's worth it it's like you it's like in mexico man like whenever you you buy a you buy a, a beer sometimes you got to pay for it what they call it an envase which is like the container it's pretty similar to that but it's really worth it man because you you can fill it up and bring it back home and that's cool man yeah. So um, <laughs> the reason why I want to get you on, because um, you've been up, uh, you up, you've been uh, starting the podcast and everything. But there's a little joke that I didn't know a Budokatuda was tagged in this. And uh, you were trying to look for a Budokatuda's podcast and you actually spelled it wrong because <laughs> of Mega Man. Yeah, man, I was listening to your podcast and uh, you always give you always give him a shout out. So I'm like, man, Budokatuda. Fuck, I don't smoke weed, man, but this sounds pretty cool. He keeps talking about it. So I kept looking Buddha. Like, man, these guys probably blazed. I kept Buddha Cultura. Fuck, I can't find it. You know what? Maybe I kept rewinding how you were saying it. Like, fuck, you know what? I think he, I think he means Pura Cultura. So I looked it up. Like, oh, shit, Pura Cultura. I gave him a listen. I liked it, man. And I wrote him a review. I'm like, hey, man, I was trying to look for it. But, man, Mega Man, I kept, I kept looking Pura Cultura, Pura Cultura. I couldn't find it. I said, fuck it. So I looked it up. And man, Mega Man was was saying Buddha Cultura, so I couldn't find you guys, man. So I guess they tagged you on that joke, man. I know. I saw it. I was like, "What?" And I saw the. I I said on the thing, whoever whoever fucking uh finds that uh that guy, you know, try to find that podcast all fucking night, all fucking day. I'm gonna buy that guy a four pack. So yay, don't worry, man. I I'm a guy with my word, man. I got a good four pack for you, dude. When we meet up. <laughs> He stole me, man. I gotta, we gotta meet up and, and I gotta pick that up, man. Yeah, man. Well, I'll pick. I'll give you some good beers. I know where you're at. Go. What city you at right now? I'm in Alhambra right now, man. Oh, Alhambra. So help me see. How far is it from El Monte? Oh, it's really close, man. It's about 15 minutes, man. There's a lot of good breweries out there. You got Angry Horse. You got, uh, I mean, Fuck Progress. You know, you got a good craft beer store. It's in El Monte. Man, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I, I gotta, I gotta check it. I gotta check that out, man, because. Man, ever since I tried that, it was it was it was good, man. That that Sierra one, so I'm pretty sure there's other ones that that, that are just as good, you know, that I want to check out. Yeah, there's some good breweries out there and everything. So yeah, so uh, the reason why I wanted to get you on, man, uh, you started a podcast uh, with, I mean, uh, Rantling with Ramos. What what made you decide to come up with that title? 
you know what? It's a lot. It's a, it's a, it's it's not a long story, but I used to work at, at a dealership, and uh, my homeboy uh, Robert Hernandez, shout out Robert Hernandez, he was he was a driver, and man, I would always like you know topics would come up, you know, and, and I would just start like ranting, man, like just talking shit. I would just let it out and keep talking. It was like four or five years ago, man, and I would just keep talking about it. You know, man, what Ramos? Man, you know what? You should make a podcast, or you should call it Ranting with Ramos. And I was like, fuck, that's where I got the name from, from, from Robert, man. It's a real cool name because it's the RR. And I was like, and you know, and I'm always, I'm always talking shit. And I'm always, you know, I, I'm always opinionated because, you know, I say what's on my mind because you have to, man. You got to tell the truth. So I was like, you know what? This is a perfect name. So shout out to Robert Hernandez for that. Yeah, shout out to Robert, man. Yeah. I like the, you, you, I mean, every, every podcast when they start out, you always got to have a good catchy name for your podcast. Yeah, yeah. I got, I was lucky, man, that he came up with that name. I didn't have to think about it. I was like, wow, man. Yeah, that one. And uh, I was telling you, man, like the the podcast logo you have with you and your face and all black and white. I was like, I told you, don't fucking change it. That's you right there. Yeah, and, and I was going to change it too, man. But you know what? That one, shout out to uh, Felix. Uh, Felix, uh, he's working at dealership too. We used to have to wear ties and shit for all. We were wearing ties and everyone was all G'd up and stuff, right? And then that one day I won like some little certificates. So I said, you know what? Hey, take a picture of me, dude, with the certificate. And he took it and said, man, you know what? I just, I like the picture. And that picture is from like maybe five years, five years ago, six years ago when I was still working there. Mm-hmm. And I Felix, he's the one that took that picture. He's going he's gonna to get credits later on, man, when I blow up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the logo picture came out really, really good. And uh, yeah, I heard some of your episodes, man. And it's good that you're starting out like doing 20 minutes here. 30 then 40 like you're getting your feet wet you know yeah yeah man my first one my first one was only like 28 minutes and uh it was it was a serious subject it was about my life i was opening up but yeah man like it's uh little by little i'm, I'm going like longer and longer you know just just you know just letting it all out man i mean i'm just here to tell the truth you know that's yeah. my thing that's cool uh what made you to like decide to start a podcast you know what what made me decide a podcast is like i've always been into like like entertaining people, man. Even when I was a kid, man, I was like, I'd, I'd be a, I'd be a class clown, man. I, I take over. The teacher would be teaching, man. I would take, I would take over the, the classroom, man. One time they, they set us in clusters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the teacher had me facing her, and I, I ended up moving seats, and I'm facing the, the crowd, right? And she was like, No, 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 Jose, you can't sit there. I'm like, Why? She's like, Cause you're gonna have an audience. So yeah, man, I'm always like making people feel good, man. Making them, you know, making them laugh. It's a good feeling. Dude, that's that's fucking awesome, man. It's like um. When you start the podcast, man, you're like, you have so much to talk about. But at the same time, it's like, it's all new and everything. You're like, man, what, what am I going to talk about, man? Like, you're getting to another world and stuff. And, and and a lot of people are listening to podcasts these days. Yeah, man. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of, a lot of knowledge out there to be to be learned. A lot of knowledge, a lot of knowledge to, 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 to spread, you know, because you're always learning every day. Man. But oh, yeah. you're learning every fucking day. Like we were talking, we were talking earlier and, uh, there's like so much for info for me to tell you uh, when you get into the podcast more. It's like it, there's a lot of information, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that, man, because, I mean, nobody's nobody's just going to go ahead and, and hook you up like that, especially nowadays, man. Like, you know what I was talking about, like I mentioned in my, my podcast, man, like, you know, with us, we're, we're Mexican. And like the, the, the sad thing is, man, somebody's people, they don't want to see you come up, man. Like you see all these other races like the the Asians. And the whites, they help each other out. But us, if we were to do that, man, we, we would we would come up. And and you're, you, what you're doing is good, man. Like, you, you're spreading your knowledge. Because people, they don't want to see you outshine them. But, hey, man, you feel good because, hey, I helped this guy out. And now he's doing good. You know what I mean? And for me, 
like once you help me like that, man, you do a favor for me. I don't, I don't forget that favor. If you're my friend, you're my friend. And I don't care if you're in Bakersfield, I'm gonna go pick you up, man. That's what's up, man. Because the reason why, because like when I started the podcast, I was telling you, and uh, but you know, I was thrown into the lions, you know, and and a lot of the pod, there's a lot of podcasters I won't mention, like in the early back in the day, and uh, they they want to see what you're made of, you know, what they want to see, you know, they can say, oh yeah, go do it. But when you ask, they'll give you advice, but some of them, uh, they were giving bad advice for me to like fuck up my podcast. So I, I, that's why I didn't listen to a lot of people. And I kind of want to play with it and see how it is. What am I doing wrong and this, whatever. So once I got the feel of it, once I uh, know how I want my podcast to be, it was, it, it's fucking cakewalk. Yeah. Hey, man. And it's fucking good. Let me tell you, man. It's a really, really good podcast. And I guess, yeah, man, you, yours was like trial by fire, man. You had all these people pumping you up and you had to keep going and you, in the end you did good man you're doing really good you got a lot of good content really informative mm-hmm. good man you, you're doing really good man and i really appreciate the advice man yeah sometimes i always wish i feel like i wish i was in jose's shoes because if i didn't have a a major platform of a lot of people blowing me up and i didn't have the pressure in the beginning you know and stuff like that i always wonder how would my podcast be like if i didn't have all the all the 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 pressure from all these people are depending on me like depending like hey if you have all these connections and this and you bring all these people on how is your podcast gonna be but if i didn't have none of that and i was just a regular person i i don't know how it would feel i don't know how would my podcast be you know going through the pressure you know yeah yeah no you're right you're right that that's a lot of pressure to have man because people are expecting hey who's gonna be the next guest what what's the next topic and and man it's it's hard, it's hard. It's, i mean it's hard it's, this is my first time that, that i start something like this and it's a lot of work man so props man because you you work in the beginning you were coming out with, with a lot of episodes you know and it's it's tough man it's really really hard man you gotta you gotta think think about what you're gonna talk about it's it's tough work man people think it's easy but no nah, man if it was easy everybody would be doing it man so that's the thing man that's what's up man and uh i know with you um, i know yet you only had about three episodes and stuff and i heard it and i like what's all about being there is i like that you have a wave like you want to get to know a lot of podcasters who start off they they're trying to find for who they are and they're trying to find their their followers or listeners and this and it's good that you're doing is that you're telling yourself a story of who you are so people can know who is jose ramos is all about and i like what you're doing and there was some deep talk, you know, when you were little about your father, then you, you know, then your stepdad, and going through all these situations and stuff like that. And and the latest episode you did where you talked about the street vendors and stuff like that. I really, it really touched home because, you know, um, there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, and from these from these street vendors, you know. Yeah, man, and and, and you witnessed it firsthand, man. Yesterday, what I mean, it was right in front of your door, man, and and you know what. You, you you don't just talk the talk. You actually walk the walk. Like you don't have to put that lady in, in your house. You know what I mean? You're now these fools are you're exposing yourself. But hey, you, you got to do what you got to do, man. That that's our people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know I know you got you get a lot of shit for oh you don't speak Spanish. It's not about speaking Spanish or not. It's about your heart, man. There's fools that speak Spanish and they talk the talk and they ain't doing nothing, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, you know they, they're they're over here, over here supporting other stuff. Like man, like 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 what really tripped me out, man, is like. All these like uh, these these things that go viral. Oh, let's do the bucket challenge. You fucking throw water on yourself and do fucking push-ups for what? For nothing. Nobody gives a fuck about your push-ups, man. This is real life, man. Life and death situation, man. They're hurting our people. They're almost killing our people, man. You know what I mean? And 
what, what is it that, you know, instead of buying the fucking Starbucks, donate five bucks to buy somebody a mace, man. Like, this is life. This could be your, your parents, man. This could be your mom, your dad. And, like, now they're attacking people in the buses, man. I saw a video where there's a black kid, and he's waiting. He's getting pumping himself up. And there's a, his innocent, like, someone's grandma, man, a Mexican lady. She's in the front of the bus. She's, like, just, just you know, in the bus, just looking forward. And this kid, dude, he does a roundhouse right hand on the side of her head man everyone's laughing like that's terrible man that that's not right man you know so uh, th this is important man make this go viral man defend the loteros defend our people man not not this stupid who the hell jada pinkett smith is fucking who gives a fuck about that that's not real that's not gonna affect you this affects you man let's say let's say your mom's on the bus and one of these one of these thugs attacks her and at the same time like i said black people but no it's not all black people it's only these kids that don't know what's going on and they're going to cause some crazy stuff, man. Like, like for, 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 for the older guys, man, like the older guys don't do that kind of stuff. They have respect, man. Cause you know, you don't mess with kids. You don't mess with women and you don't mess with, with, with parents, with grand old people, man. And it's not cool, man. So this is a, this is the causa. This is the cause right here, man, that it's really important and people need, need, need to, you know, it's, it's a, it's a touchy subject. People don't want to, and also, man, like it's cool to support black lives matter. People are supporting it and, and shit, you know, but you got to be passionate, just as passionate about everything else, man. Like they got kids in cages. They got our eloteros, our street vendors. They're innocent, man. They're the weakest. Like, they're preying on the weak, you know? You don't see these guys. Do You don't see a video with these guys messing with someone like me or attacking someone like me. They're not stupid. They, they mess with, with the weakest. Or, and that and that's what's messed up, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, stop, man. It really has to stop. When, when I saw that video, man, it really upset me, man, you know? But. We could easily, we could just easily do the same thing. I could go over there and beat the fuck out of some old black dude and jack him and stuff. But that's not, that's not, that's not our way. We don't do that stuff, man. We have, we have, we have. There's, there's the code you, that you gotta respect. You know what I mean? And we gotta do it though in the positive way. We gotta let everybody know, not that this is not right. We gotta show them the positive way, man. Like I saw a video where um, there was a, a, some some homeboy selling uh, fruit. He was selling fruit, right? He's a fruit guy, and I'm sure everybody saw it too. It went kind of viral. And uh, some some white lady and the white man they have a bar and I guess they're getting shit from the from the city about the bar, so they go, hey man, take this shit out of here. This is the ghetto. This is in Pacoima, and he's cussing at the vendor. He's not bugging anybody, you know what I mean? So what ended up happening is, when I loved it, man, our people band together. There was a line around the block buying fruit, man. That's beautiful to watch, man. Yeah. That right there, that's a movement, man. That's something you got to get behind. That's something that's not going to affect you. Like, who cares about all these, all these famous people? Those people don't care about you, man. Those people don't even relate to you, man. And that's the thing, man. And people just need to wake up, and it's it's getting crazy, man. And you got you to gotta support each other. And that was beautiful to see right there, man. Yeah, and uh, I want to give credit when credit's due because my lady, she opened her place because she, she always comes to my lady's place when I always go uh, see my son and everything. She, you know, she shapes ice, corn, and just all the stuff and everything. And she was telling, you know, like a week or two ago, like, I'm worried, you know, there's some people been following me and this stuff's been going on. And the incident, what happened with the street vendor, he got pistol whipped by the two black guys, you know, and everything. And and yesterday, well, when all that shit happened, uh, Jose, you know, I was uh, taking a nap and uh, uh, my lady's uh, mom was worried and my lady got up and like, who's outside and I went and and uh she was uh you know worried for her safety and, uh, my lady's mom and dad were at the front and she pushed her cart inside my lady's house and everything and uh 
you know, talking about there was like uh, two people uh, was was following her and everything, and another accomplice uh, been a moped around the corner of an alley. So I don't know if they were trying to follow her or try to ambush her to an alley to take her money and whatever, like what they always do. And uh, the the street lady, the street vendor lady, you know, where she where she was uh, selling all that stuff. That happened on Olive and uh, 10th Street. Olive and 10th Street is a lot of black people and a lot of Mexicans. It's very, very sketchy out there. And she was worried. And we went, me and a lot of, uh, a lot of the, there were some other neighbors and stuff. And uh, we went around looking to see if anything was suspicious and all that stuff. And she was worried for her safety because if I go back, I can't go on the street. So this is, you're going to trip this out, Jose. When we had uh, one of the neighbors who had a truck say, hey, you know what? I'll take it to another route. I thought we were going to take it home. She's like, no, I can't go home. And, and we were like, why? Because um, I still have to hustle. I still got to make my money. Can you take me to another route or another nicer location to end my, my, uh, my end for the day? Because I can't go out because her husband, did, I mean, her husband and her they don't have papers, they're undocumented, and her husband sells ice cream. So they're trying to do whatever they can to hustle from the morning until the night. So I get it. It's like, you know, I can't go home and this. I, I got to make my money to put food on the table, pay the bills or whatsoever. And it sucks to me, and it really hurts my heart that there's a lot of people that are undocumented, and they don't have a 401k. They don't have unemployment to go to. They don't have any medic, uh, like social securities or this depend on it, and anything goes bad and stuff like that. It, it, it just hurts my heart, you know. Yeah, man. First off, thank you to your lady, man, for doing that because that was a really stand up thing, man. That's that's the thing to do, and your neighbor that helped you with the truck, that that that's beautiful, man. But the thing is, too, man. Yeah, I, I heard that. She, you know, she 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 didn't want to go home. She had to keep work, hustling, man. She had to keep going. And the thing is, man, like. She has bills to pay. Yeah, like you said, she has no 401k. She has to pay rent like us. But the thing is, like, you know, she was she wanted to go out there and she wanted to keep going because her, you know, her kids, her kids need things. Her kids don't understand it. You know, they're like, oh, mom, I need this. And she's doing it. That's why she's she's still out there working and working. And man, it's 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 a struggle, man. Like people don't really understand that. It's 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 tough, man. Like she wanted to keep going until she finished. Because what, what happens? She goes home, that stuff's gonna go back, she's gonna lose money. And she needs that money. PC people talk about paycheck to paycheck, right? Yes. You're gonna get the you're gonna get a paycheck, but this you don't know if you're gonna sell anything or not, man. Especially nowadays with, with all this stuff that's happening with, with, with these fools attacking our people, people are afraid are afraid to even purchase to buy stuff from them because they think they're gonna be you know caught in the crossfire, man. So it's hard. Like they have to sell the stuff because if they don't sell the stuff, how are they gonna buy the stuff for the next day? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I see it a lot and, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I get it. And I see a lot of uh, people that try to rob these vendors, you know, because, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, they're undocumented. You can't, they can't call to the cops. They worry they might get deported and all this. I mean, a lot of people are not working. There's no, I got to find a way to survive. I got to, I have to rob someone just to make it to the next day and all that stuff. I mean, the economy and there's, you got to really look because, it's not only everyone think it's like black people, but it's also it could be any kind of race, you know. So it's sometimes in a way a lot of people want to stereotype, oh, black people are always doing this or or black people are always doing that. Or how come black people and, and Mexicans can't get along? And, and, so, and there's a lot of friends of mine I know. I mean, I have a lot of friends, a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends are in the crapper gang, in, you know, all the minorities. And all. I love them. I have a lot of black friends and I have some on my podcast. But to me it's 
it really hurts where a lot of my friends who are very pro-Latino, they were like, hey, wait, we're caring about all Black Lives Matter, but at the same time, you're disrespecting us. You're making us look like idiots, world star, and this like that. So there are some people who are not going to support Black Lives Matter because at the same time, we're trying to support you guys, but you're you're disrespecting us and you're mocking us and you're making fun of us, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get, I and I, and I totally get that, man. Because like me, I'm not, I'm not down for that cause. That you know, they they got their own stuff to worry about. And as as far as that, man, I mean, all, this is a really really sensitive subject. And all nowadays people get offended, but I mean, this is this is just common sense, man. I'm gonna tell you the way it works. Because me, I I grew up surrounded by gangs, man. I grew up in the hood. I you know, and man, as I grew up with these are killer, certified killers, man. Okay, the cops will pull us over. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know what I mean. And now at the same time. Let's say they were killing my people. They're killing Mexicans. If I know they're killing me and a cop pulls me over, yes, sir. No, sir. What do you need, sir? Now, I'm not going to be like, man, what's going on, man? What do I do? No, no, you don't do that because, you know, they're going to kill you and ain't nothing going to happen. So we're smart. And at the same time, let's say somebody kills a Mexican, right? We're not going to be like, oh, what the fuck? We're like, okay, well, what do you do? Oh, he got crazy. Okay, well, he shouldn't have done that. We respect that, man, because you, you have to have some kind of respect, man. You know what I mean? If you if, if, if you keep it real and you're honest with these guys, even if it's not your fault and they're pulling you over and you're mad because they pulled you over because you're Mexican or you're mad because they pulled you because they're black, it's, it's going to happen, man, because there is racism and these guys abuse the power. But if you know they're going to kill you and ain't shit going to happen, just cooperate and it'll save your life. It's that easy, man. The, you start pulling your phone out and recording these guys, you're, you're caught. You're, you're getting them pumped up, man. So it just you, you got to think about it. Yeah, man, it's a uh, yeah. It's it's these new it's these new generations of kids that don't that they don't have no respect. They always feel entitled. They don't they don't respect their parents. They don't respect the OGs. They don't respect their grand their mom their grandparents and stuff like that. I'm like thinking to myself like, you just want to be grand famous. You want to be world star famous. It's like, dude, grow the fuck up. You know. Yeah, they did it for the likes. And uh, you know, when when I was working on the third episode. I had my, my, my son, he helped me with the editing, man. So he was getting me some clips. And I came across a clip where uh, there's uh, two, two black dudes, right? And and uh, I'm pretty sure everyone saw this video where there's a, there's a, there's an elotero, the corn man. And he, he's just serving them, right? All of a sudden, this fool keeps smacking them for no reason, man. Man, smacking them. They go live on, on they go live on the Instagram. I'm like, man, we smacked the core man, yo, we smacked the core man. Like, you know, like, like it's like it's a big fucking deal. You smacked the core man, you know what I mean? But yeah. they're, they're bragging about it. And the homeboy on the other end is a man, stupid man, Mexicans. He's a man. He's a man. He's like, you don't want to go to war with Mexicans, man. Mexican mafia, man. They chop your head off. So he knows, man. And also, I saw another video where those two same guys, they got checked by one of the OGs. He confronted them, and he beat the fuck out of both of them, man. And then he called some Surengos and said, look, I took care of it. And the Surengos were respectful, man. And these are killers, man. I mean, the killer guys are like, you know what? We appreciate that, dog. You, we respect that. You took care of it. Same shit. If, we, if anybody of our people fucks with your people, we're going to check it. And that's what's got to happen. All these OGs, they, they got to talk to the young guys, man, because it's going to get fucking crazy, man. It, it is, man. It already is crazy in your city, man. All this shit, the racial racial tension. But what, what, what's really at the bottom of the shit, they want us to be fighting, man. They don't want us to be united. Imagine, man, black people, Mexican people are united. Oh, hell yeah. We already run shit, but man, we'll be kicking some ass, man. But they don't want that. Yeah. And And not everybody's black. Not every, not everyone who's black is gonna be is gonna be bad, dude. And that's just like us. Like not everyone who's Mexican is gonna be bad. There's your bad apples and shit. But the fucked up thing is, like you said, these kids they don't know any better, man. And they're the ones that are making everybody look bad. But I see videos with OGs where they say, "Nah, that's just not right." Or I seen, for example, 
I saw some positive shit. I saw an OG guy. He went up to a to a paletero, no, to a lotero, and he, he looks like he's in a jacket. He's like, "Man, I've been waiting for you all day." He's like, "Yeah, give me all your corn." He buys out the the lotero. Oh that, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he didn't have to do that, but that's cool. That that's solidarity, and that right there, that shows us like, yeah, you know what? They're down. It's just the fucking kids, but they need to check those kids, man, because you know this it's not right. You know, like like what they say, man. Like they say they say uh, they say control your bitch. Those kids are bitches, man. They gotta control those fools, man, because they're they're at the in the end, like you you got a bitch that's acting stupid, she's gonna get your ass kicked, man. Some other guy's gonna beat the fuck out of you, and that's the same thing that's gonna happen, man. To me, like I always get like when I was like back in the day, like in Modesto, when I was like when I was like, why calm down, like big time, like like seventy five percent to do like make it, man. A lot of people don't for some reason, a lot of people don't believe me. Like, no, you did you never lived the life, dude. I was fucking like savage, man, and um, you know I always got pulled um, on a gun like a couple times and I, and you know, sometimes I would be high. Sometimes I'd be on drugs. Sometimes I'd be drunk. And it's like, man, you're going to shoot me. It means to tell me if you shoot me, that means you, you means you're a bitch. You can't fight people who shoot people. You can't fight. You, you can't go one-on-one, you know? Yeah, that's right. That's right, man. Like, like, like I tell my son, I said, look, man, if some motherfuckers ever try to jump you, just run because you're not going to be a bitch. They're a bitch. Cause they need three or four motherfuckers to jump you. If they pull a gun, well, naturally, just run. You're not going to be a bitch. Trust me, they're a bitch because they need something or they need more people to get to you. So don't ever worry about that. They're the bitches because they got to use a fucking weapon on you. Yeah, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Just a lot of these times they think like they know like they don't care. Like, hey, I'm just going to shoot you. And it's like, why are you going to come shoot me? Like, you're talking all this shit. Let's, let's, let's go squab one on one, dude. But, you know, when you're going to fight, you know, there's always going to be like three or four people. It's like to, to uh, jump. It's like, come on, dude. Really? You know, that, that, that's not right, man. Like, because back in the day, it's, and it's all that new shit, man. Like, like you said, man, because back in the day, there was a thing called honor. Mm-hmm. You fucking honor, man. It's, it's, you have to have that honor, man. And, and it's like they say honor amongst thieves, you know, like Mexicans and blacks. They were cool, man. Like, hey, you know, you do your thing. We do our thing. You, everyone was with respect, man. That's the thing with respect. Like, you go somewhere nowadays, fucking kids try to mad dog you and shit. Like, I just laugh at it, man. Like, come on, man. I'll, I'll fucking destroy all you motherfuckers at the same time. But they don't have respect. And that's the thing. And what happened is, the reason why that happens is because nowadays, if you touch somebody, oh, they call the cops. Back in the day, you knew not to fuck with nobody because they'll fuck you up, you know? Yeah. Guys, I, yeah, man. I always hate, like, those people where... They talk shit and instigate and stuff. But if you touch me, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to touch me. I'm going to call the cops. But, dude, you're asking for it. Yeah, you're asking for it, man. Like, yeah, like I was saying, man. Like, well, my neighbors, man, I knew if I, if I went out with those guys, if somebody mad them, like, what the fuck are you looking at, dog? And shit wasn't going to go down, you know? They come down a lot, a lot now. But, man, like, it, it was crazy back then. Like, everyone had respect. They knew not to not to disrespect you. Now it's like everyone wants these fuck like, like you said, like these, like, rule star, all this bullshit. Like, come on, dog. You know, and it's not right, man. It needs to stop. Yeah, I used to be, man. I, I used to give my mom so many gray hairs. I felt so, I, when I think about it now, man, I felt so bad. I was so, like, really bad where there was times I got shot at. There was times I almost got killed. There was a, there was a person who threatened me, like, hey, man, you know, you're talking shit. You know what? I'm going to fucking, I'm going to kill you tomorrow. And then I, I told him straight up, hey, if you're going to kill me, I'm going to take you with me to hell. I don't give a fuck. I mean, if you're going to kill me. <laughs> I'm gonna take you with me, and he kind of looked like, you know, when people like say shit like that, so you better own up to it. But when I told him, he got kind of like white, and he was like, "What the fuck?" It's like, yeah, you kill me, I'm gonna take you with me. Yeah, he was he was expecting that. See, and that's the thing, man. 
you don't you don't know how people are gonna be because you don't you don't know what the fuck is happening inside somebody's somebody's mind, man. You might think this fool is goofy, but man, he's probably crazier than you. So once you started talking crazy and, and you didn't give a fuck, he had a gun, whatever, he's like, Oh shit. He really wasn't that crazy. He was trying to intimidate you, and you showed him, I don't give a fuck about dying. We're yeah. both you're gonna come with me, dog. Yeah. Hey, how was it like in uh, living like back in the day? Cause you lived in like what San Gabriel Valley all your life? Bro, man, and back in the day, man, I mean I live I live in the city that the valleys the San Gabriel Valley's named after man. Back in those days, it's like you know early eighties, early nineties, man. It was crazy, man. There'd be drive bys all the time, and then uh, we we'd go to uh, my friends used to live on Angelino, which is the heart of Sangra, the Sangra gang, and the enemies were Loma. So we used to like when we'd go to um, junior high, we'd walk to junior high, right? And on the way back, man, these these guys would, would drive down San Gabriel Boulevard, flash guns at us. We'd be running into barber shops, liquor stores. Running into backyards, we were kids, man. We're like we're like the 13, 14 years old. We didn't have no guns, nothing, you know. But these it was hot, man. They they would have carnivals, and they would just like they would have a carnival at St. Anthony's, uh, which is Lomas, and then Sangra would go blast them, and then we had our carnival. They'd come blast over here. So man, it it was it was crazy, man. It's it's a it's come down a lot now. Now it's instead of San Gabriel, now it's Chang Gabriel, man, because it's all mainly Asians, man. It's all Chang Gabriel now. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's where there's a lot of Asians at. I mean, back in the day, Mega Man, uh, uh, I used to have a thing for Asian women. <laughs> you know, my uh, my my kid, my two boys, they're half uh, Mexican, half Cambodian, and Thai and Chinese. Oh, okay, cool, man. Yeah, I used to be like that, but that, that I I I was I was in a phase, but I guess in a way, when you when I'm so was dating like a lot of Asian women, a lot of the parents be really racist against Mexicans. Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 think they think we're not good enough, and 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 that you know they they, they it's just you know it's just the stigmas, man. That people think oh they're all gonna be cholos, they're all gonna be this and that. But oh man, like just like in every race, man. Every race you you got you got pieces of shit, and you got hardworking people, man. You know, like everyone thinks like everyone thinks black people are gonna be lazy. Nah, I've come across in my lifetime where I've been proven wrong, man. Because growing up, like you're taught racism, man. Believe it or not, like. Ah, black people are evil. They're this now. You better not ever marry a black girl and st- stuff like that. But you know, if, if you have your own mind and, and, and you're strong-minded, just because your parents tell you this and that about someone doesn't mean it's true. You know, they're your parents, and, and you know, if once you get older, if you're strong-minded, you figure stuff out on your own, man. You know what I mean? Like I've been proven wrong so many times with with the whole race thing, man. Like where I'm thinking this guy's gonna be an asshole, but he ends up being cool, man. So. You really, like they said, it sounds corny, but you can't judge a book by its cover, man. Yeah, man. Like, they always say, like, people who are racist, you're not born racist, you're taught to be racist. Yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot, a lot of memes like that where they have, like, a, it'll be, like, a black kid and, 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 like, a white girl hugging and stuff. And it's true, man. You, you're That stuff is, you get programmed, especially when you're when you're a little kid, man. You're like a sponge, man. You just suck up all that information, and, and that's what they're feeding. It's also, like, for example, this is this is different, but, like, let's say pit bulls, right? People, oh, pit bulls are evil and stuff like that. You know, evils are no. It's how you raise them, man. And of course, if you're if this if if some cholo has them and he's beating the fuck out of him, he's trying to make him a, a a fighting dog. He's gonna be mean. He's gonna bite you. But at the same time, I've seen some dogs that look crazy. They got big heads, like pink nose pit bulls, like big ass dogs, and they're nice. They're wagging their, their tail. They're you touch them and they're even scared. You know, so it just depends on how they, how people bring you up, how you're bought up. It does not. It doesn't matter about your race. It matters how you're bought up. And even if you're bought up the wrong way. If you're strong-minded and you think for yourself, you can change all that. You can reverse all that, man. Yeah. And about that, that, yeah. With, with how strong your mind is, man. Like, in my life growing up, man, like, my stepdad, he'd beat the shit out of me. He'd beat the shit out of my, my mom. Like, like like I mentioned, man, in my first, in my first episode, man, I, I'd be sleeping. He'd come home, like, 
you know, at nighttime in the morning, like one in the morning, man. And I have, I'd have my blanket. I put my blanket over my head. And with my finger, I'd, I'd make like a little hole and I'd look. And he'd beat the shit on my mom. He'd be in the shit on my mom and stuff, you know. And then uh, he beat the shit out of us like the next day. It was really abusive. And I told myself, you know, like, I'm never, ever going to do that to my wife. I, I would never want to hurt my wife like that, you know. Or, or my kids. Like, I used to get mad beat all the time by my mom, my dad. I don't want to do that to my kids. And thank God, thank God, I don't do that, man. And my stepdad, he was a drug addict. He's still a drug addict, man, right, right now. My stepdad, he's still, he's in the streets right now. He's actually homeless, man. But he used to smoke P-Dogs and all that shit. And like, like my brother said, man, my, my brother, shout out Charlie, man. Charlie Manson, he fucking said, he tells people like, hey, you know what, man? My, my dad didn't teach me shit. But at the same time, my dad was my biggest teacher. You know what I mean? Because I learned how not to be, not to be like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I could use an excuse like oh he fucking he smoked weed and he used drugs and i could have been a fuck up too and blamed it on him but nah i was too smart man if i make that fucking decision i'm gonna make i'm gonna mess up my life i'm not gonna hurt he's not his life is not gonna hurt i'm gonna hurt my life and and also i came to the conclusion now that i'm older man it's like you only have one life man everybody everybody think about this man you you might not like how you look oh i'm ugly i'm fat but guess what you're on this earth with that one life so enjoy it man when you get older, you realize all this stuff, man. And sometimes it goes in one year, not the other. But I realize that. Like me, I might not be the best looking. I'm fat. But I'm happy, man. I'm happy. And I, w- I would always get a lot of haters and shit. And I'll tell me, hey, uh, you know, don't hate on me. Oh, what, what is there hate on you? You're fat. I'm going to say, yeah, look, I'm fat. I'm ugly. But you know what? You hate on the thing that you can't buy. Money can't buy happiness. And I'm fucking happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah, like for- the thing. Yeah, like, when, when, uh, when uh, people say like, "Hey, Mega Man, you like you're getting kind of fat," I said, "Thank you. I'm being more well fed." Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it's a good life, man. And people just want to talk shit. Like, like, what do they get out of telling you that? And, and it, it sounds corny too. Like, all people offend you because they want to feel better about themselves. But it's the truth. It's 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 psychological. Like, you feel better because if that person you talk shit on, that means that means you're better off, and you're gonna feel better. But that's how, we, that's how weak-minded people work. They want to bring other people down so they can feel good because they know deep down inside they fucking hate themselves. They got to look at themselves every day in the mirror. So if you don't like how you look in the mirror, accept it because that's how you are, man. And this is the only life you have, man. Like, I'm 40 years old, man. I'm 40. And I think, fuck, maybe I have another 20, 25 years left. And you got to enjoy your life, man. And then also, you know, I, I know I keep going on, but, uh, you know, what I discovered, too, this is, this is key, man. This is like... Like, okay, success. Everyone's success is different. For me, luckily, my success is, like, right now, I'm successful, man. I have I have a couple cars. I have instruments. I have a bunch of materialists. It's just, I'm not materialist, but I have a bunch of things. There's nothing that, that I'm missing. I have a family. I have, my wife is healthy. I've got two kids. I'm happy. I got a couple cats. And, like, I'm, I'm successful. Only thing couple I'm missing. Couple cats? <laughs> yeah, I got a couple cats, you know? A couple cats. <laughs> you know what I mean? And a lot of people don't like cats, and and you know what? Everyone that says they don't like cats, you don't know until you have one. They're cool, man. They just kick it, you know? And then, two, they help you with it. Like, I mean, I have, I have high blood pressure, so I'm kicking it. They'll come up. They'll start purring on you. They kick it. You know, it's, it's cool, man. So, yeah, man, like, it, it's, it's success. It's, it's, what's, it, it's in your brain. Don't get caught up in, okay, this guy's got all his money. He's got a mansion, and he's happy. They're not happy. They'll always people... How many times do we hear about these famous people killing themselves? They're really not happy. You might have all these possessions and they might own all this stuff, but they're not really happy, man. You, you know, you control your own mind, man. And, and, and that success is when you're happy. Like, I'm happy, man, to be honest with you. I'm happy. I got a beautiful wife, two kids. I'm good, man. The only thing I'm missing is a house. But, hey, as long as I got a roof over my head, and thank God I still have, I have food, I have a job, and I bust my ass to secure that job. And that's one thing. You got to work hard, man, to get everything. 
Yeah, man. I, I've been through the same boat, you know, like, cause you and I, we can relate on a lot of things, you know, like with my mom and my dad, you know, they, my, they were both in abusive relationship, you know, they used to hurt each other a lot. And, uh, you know, they, they used to take it out on me for some kind of reason, you know, beat me up or mentally abuse me or physically or emotionally. And it really, it really traumatized me. And there was a time where if my mom was a, being a dick to my dad, my dad was being a dick. When I got older, I couldn't really adjust it. It was really hard for me to date women or it was really hard for me to be in my first marriage because of stuff that I saw. Is that how a guy is supposed to treat his lady? And I was like that. And I tried like, hold on, hold on, time out, time out. And I was like, I can't be doing this. This is not right. And so I was kind of like people, like you say, people are brought up different. I was brought up different, but it was more like abusive. Well, what I saw, it just, when I realize it now, like I'm just turned 40 last month and I realized and stuff like that, I'm a late bloomer, but I was feel like I was sheltered too much of what I saw and uh, looking back, knowing what I know now, if I was to go back and knowing what I know, I would tell my old you know, self, like, hey, man, just focus on you. Just don't worry about it. You know, some people can't get along. It is what it is. But sometimes in a way, like, parents shouldn't be mentally or emotionally abusing their kids because what's going to happen is you're going to make them feel like alone. Then, you know, they might have suicidal thoughts. They might say it's my fault or this. Um, they're going to have a hard time adjusting when they get older or they get married and this. So there's a lot of things, Jose, like what my parents did. But, you know, luckily, like, you know, I have that strong mental game where it's like I kind of like look back, made made some adjustments, realize and I, I can't be affiliated because I don't talk to my mom and my dad. no more. I don't have a mom and a dad. So. I don't want negativity in my life because it's going to bring back old wounds. But in a way, knowing the fact I have kids, I got to teach them the right way because I do not want to have this cycle to keep on continuing with my kids and when they have the kids and all that stuff like that. Because this cycle with all this shit that happened to me has to stop now. Yeah, that's really good, man. And that's really good. I mean, you mentioned that, you know, in the beginning it was tough and you would treat other women like that and i mean hey, what, what really matters is that now that you're older you stopped it you know what i mean mm. but you see because we gotta we gotta accept ourselves and you accept yourself you know what I, what i'm doing is not right this shit's not working out and now you're at the point where you accept yourself and, and, and that's good man because that's what i thought too like i gotta break the cycle i'm not gonna fucking beat my kids i'm not gonna you know mentally abuse them like my mom my mom would tell me like oh what was when I was 18, 19? Because I wasn't working. I was just kicking it. She'd be like, oh, you haven't done shit with your life. You know, you ain't do I said, mom, hold on. I said, look, I'm not dead yet. When I'm fucking dead, that's when you fucking say I haven't, I haven't done nothing. I told her like that. I said, when I die, then you say I didn't do anything. But I'm, as long as I'm still alive, I'm not dead yet. I can still do whatever the hell I want to do. And then you could talk about it. And so, I, man, I was lucky to be mentally. And not everybody has it. Not, not everyone has it. Because even, And then I'll, another thing, too, like with, with your kids, like, Everyone thinks, oh, I'm teaching my kids this and that. And because you want to, you want, you teach your kids the best. You teach the same. You want both of them to, to, to be successful and you want them to learn from, from, from your mistakes. But what happens is um, everyone has a different, um, is a different characteristics. You know, everyone has different personalities, is the word. And uh, even if though you teach them the same thing, one of them might pick it up, one of them might not pick it up. You don't want life to teach them, but I mean, you, you do your best as a parent, you know, and, and luckily, 
like me and my brother are totally different, you know. Like, I mean, I grew up with my stepdad. He used to beat the shit out of me. But at the same time, like, I didn't end up that way. Like, I don't beat the shit out of my kids. I don't use drugs. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very responsible. I bust my ass to get them everything they need. So that's good that, that, that you broke that cycle, man. And that's what people need to, need to think about. Because I know there's a lot of people out there, especially, you know, with, with in the Mexican home where, like, the, the machismo and the dad's like, oh, fuck that. They beat the fuck out of you. Like, like my stepdad said, Oh, are you fucking gay or what? Because I used to listen to the Cure. I was a big Cure fan, but I wasn't gay, man. Like, 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 like I said, man. Like when I was five years old, I knew that I wanted to be a father. I wanted to be a provider. At five years old, man, I knew that I was attracted to women. Oh, she's beautiful. I don't know why they. I don't know why guys would look at their asses though. Until I was like nine years old, then I saw ass. Oh shit, that's why I like asses. Then that's when I became an ass man. But that's yeah. sorry. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's like yeah, breaking the cycle, and that's the thing. We got to break the cycle. Hell yeah, that's what's up, man. But hey, man, like I said, we got some good topics. Uh, I want to talk about, uh, you know, talk about like my boy, uh, when you saw his story, the Hood Santa, what he was doing, uh, you know, giving out pepper sprays to the vendors. I know you saw and you were telling me like you you like what he you like what he's like what he was doing for the community. Oh yeah, man. What 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 actually at first I heard I heard him on the podcast, right? And I said, let let me check this out. Let me follow him. And I followed him. And then I saw a man and, you know, just, just the way he, 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 he conducts himself. Like I saw him, he went up to a vendor. He said, Hey man, how's it going? You know, I'm here to give you a spray. So you could, so we got to protect ourselves, man. And he, and he gave him a spray and, and, and I saw the vendor. He was happy, man, that, that someone actually cares. Somebody wants to help him because they're, they're being, they're being, they're being, like, they're being assaulted by these people. And that right really, man, I, I got emotional and that really touched my heart because I people like, like, like you, man, you, you have a heart. So, us people that have a heart, we get emotional. Shit hits us, and we feel certain things, and that's why we're we're passionate people. So that that guy's passionate too. So I saw that, and that inspired me. I said, you know what? I'm gonna do the same thing, man. But I'm gonna go in different cities. He's got Long Beach. I'm gonna go to South Central. I'm gonna go here, or there. And so what I did is uh, I announced it. Hey guys, I'm gonna do it. Unfortunately, I only got like one donor. But once they did see me, I'm not using the money for me to buy another guitar, to buy another stand-up bass. They saw me that I was actually doing it, and I came across a gentleman. He was a street vendor who um, I, I, I interviewed him and I gave him a spray. He goes, hey, man, can you give me one for my wife? My wife does the same thing. And I'm like, okay. He's like, hey, are, are you guys recording? Am I in trouble? No, you're not in trouble. We just want to spread awareness. People are going to see me do this and they're, hopefully it touches them and they do the same thing. Just like when I saw when I saw the Hood Santa doing that, it touched me. So I, I want to spread it. And in the end, you want to inspire people. You, you want to make people better, especially our people. Because we, we all have heart, man. And, and also what, what I tell people, man, is like it's something called like, like, my, like my kids, like my son. He's at home. And right now it's cool because of the COVID or whatever. He's at home making beats. He's like a vampire, man. He makes, makes beats all night and he sleeps. My daughter, she's a straight A student. And she wants, she wants to be a veterinarian. And, and I, you know what? I said, look, even if you don't want to do that, you can do whatever you want. As long as, as you have willpower, if you have ganas. It's, 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 a, it's a translation. is will. You know, Mexican people, we have ganas. And that's in your blood. That's embedded in your DNA, man. If you have will, you can do whatever the hell you want to do, man. And that right there, by him going out there, that really inspired me, man. So I went out there with my wife. And, we, you know, even I, nobody gave me any money till after, till the next day once I saw the video. But I, I, I got together whatever money I could. And I, and I helped out a couple of vendors. But he was one that was willing to get interviewed because everyone else was scared. But luckily, it'll save his life. Because he said that five days prior to that, two black guys came up on him. And they were trying to rob him. But luckily, a lady... Uh, who knows those black kids and knows what they do? She stood around and he was able to escape. So you know, hopefully he doesn't have to end up using it, man. And, and, but I mean, I was able to bless him with that. And, and, and then he told me a story how his kids are expecting him to buy stuff, and that's what I totally relate. You know, like kids, they don't 
they don't know where it comes from. You know, they just expect it. But we got to understand that our parents are out there hustling and we got to do the same thing. We got to protect these people, man, because now what they're doing, I saw a video, is uh, there was a, a lady in, in a bus and they hit her in the head and like, man, like, no, this is innocent people. Like, this could be your grandma, you know? So, man, we, we got to spread it and inspire people. Like, I was inspired, man. So, yeah. shout out to Santa for the inspiration, man. Yeah, shout out to Hood Santa, man. My boy Tito. I saw him on Sunday, man. Like, I know Tito, my boy, is like, what's up, baby? What's up, Cynthia? Yeah, so I mean, my boy uh, Tito's doing he's doing his part, man. Uh, he does uh, so much for the community of Long Beach. Shout out to Tito. Um, you know, I did two uh, two episodes with Tito, man. Is uh, you know, I, I maybe sooner when he ever, if Tito ever has time, you know, um, I like to do a part three with Tito. There's a lot of things I want uh, to. I forgot to talk about with him on 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 when I had him on on part two. But yeah, things to come and all that stuff and everything. So right now, Jose. We're going to take our break right now, and we get my back. We're going to talk about some. I guess you and I, we're, we're Morrissey fans. We're dependent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love- yeah, so right now, we're going to take a couple minutes uh, for a break, and we'll be right back. Okay, guys? All right. All right, cool. All right, we're back on. Hey, Jose, dude. Uh, dude, this beer I'm drinking right now, dude, Mega Man got a little buzz right now. <laughs> That's good, man. <laughs> How many beers you at right now? Um, I only have that six pack, man. That's oh, it. that's that's nothing. Yeah, so I'm I'm like I'm like growing. I'm gonna get some more afterwards, man. Hell yeah! Hey, what's like the strongest? What's like the strongest beer you ever had? The strongest beer, and I regret I bought that shit. <laughs> they sell it at a, there's some place called uh, the Stuff Sandwich in San Gabriel. They sell like some bomb ass pastrami's, but I was like, you know what? The arrogant uh, ale, arrogant bastard ale, or something like that. It was a big ass man. That shit was nasty, man. But I had to finish it because I paid for it. It was like ten bucks. This is maybe like about ten years ago, man. Yeah, I yeah. Like- I, that was uh that was Mega Man's first craft beer I ever had in my life. Yeah, I think it was crazy, man. Yeah, but the one I had, uh, it wasn't a regular bottle. It was a birthday bottle. It was a humongous. Cost oh. like over a hundred dollars. It took oh. me two days to drink it. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That uh, any any beers coming out of Stones Brewery, you know you're gonna get fucked up. Yeah, and you know what? That's the whole point, man. It's, it's to get fucked up. That's the whole point, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was gonna talk about since uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, um, I forgot to say um, for your podcast, uh, ranting with Ramos. Uh, what's your podcast about? What uh, for everyone who's gonna be listening to this episode? Uh, what's uh, what what you what? How do you want your podcast to be? It's just gonna. Well, right now, since I'm starting off, I'm letting everybody know like about my life, like from the beginning. And I'm going from like, you know, 80s, 90s, 2000s to like now, like how I grew up, what I had to go through and just, you know, I had to turn it, you know, I had my son at 20 years old, man. So I had to grow up fast. I've been working my whole life and eventually I'm going to end up having like guests too. And I'm going to, because I'm always eating at different places. It's going to be about food. It's going to be about events, about music. I go to a lot of concerts too. It's going to be about a bunch of different things, man. Uh, Just all the stuff that I do, you know, it's not really like, um. I mean, I'm I'm making it for me, but if you can relate to me, it's cool. Like, I, I'm not trying to be fake and oh, let, let me do let me do this because so and so is doing it, and and I'm gonna put that on my. Oh, no, it's about the stuff, and not just every current event. Like, stuff actually, is gonna matter and make a difference. You know, not yeah. like we're not, not not about who Jada Pinkett Smith is fucking right now. None none of that bullshit. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. You know what I mean? But it's gonna be about stuff that's actually gonna make an impact. Like, for example, right now, my people are are being attacked, and that's what I'm gonna focus on right now to try to reach as many people. 
to make a difference. Just whatever events are going on, you know, uh, conspiracy stuff too. I'm into that. I'm not like like super crazy, but it's always good to have an open mind and and read read the label. Like like you know like like, like the RZA said. I like Wu Tang. He said, read the label, read the label. You got to read the label, you know, and just figuring stuff out on your own. And like maybe you might see a video, but you you study it and you do your own research. There's also there's also a lot of conspiracies that are around, but I'm, I like conspiracies. I like I just like learning a bunch of different things, man. Like just learning about. It's always good to have a lot of feathers in your hat, man. You know how to do a bunch of different things and just know to be well rounded. I am well rounded already because I'm fat, but not like that. I mean, like well rounded and everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> kind of what kind of uh, what kind of conspiracies are you are you at? Because I mean, Mega Man, dude, dude, we're like I don't know, we're like fucking brothers from another from another generation. What's up, dude? But like, mother. <laughs> I mean, I'm into conspiracies too. Like, well, what kind of conspiracies? Like the ones with that everyone's going around with that whole shit. Like, hey, if you want to buy like some kind of like cabinet for twelve twelve thousand dollars, not knowing that includes with a child from a from sex trafficking. Uh, sex trafficking. You know what, Mega Man? Speaking of that shit, man. When I came home, my my daughter's like like me, man. She's like, I guess she she's not afraid of looking at crazy shit, man. She showed me a picture and. Like, you know, this whole child trafficking shit that's going on. And it was fucking crazy, man. There was like a like a baby and his guts were out and shit. And they're, they're like, a, there was like a box and there was like an Asian, an Asian girl. She was like taped up in the box. Like, I guess they're fucking shipping out kids like that, man. And what the fucked up thing is right now, like, like I mean, they say, oh, they say, yeah, vote. You have to vote and you make a difference. It doesn't matter who the fuck you vote for or what you vote for. There's people on top that that already decided, you know, like, Bohe- like Bohemian Grove. I'm pretty sure you know about Bohemian Grove. That's where all those fools meet up up north, and that's where they make all these other decisions. That's where they came up with that with the atom bomb, man, with with the fucking with the with the big ass atomic bomb. And what happens is all the fools that are rich they end up going there, and they they're all they're all because they're all homosexuals, and, and they, they have it's all dudes, and they dress up they dress up like women, they have orgies, and there's a big ass huge owl there, and they pray to that owl. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple presidents. Is that is that yeah, another California? That- yeah, so that's what happens, man. And all those dudes, and what's fucked up is like, like uh, you know, Trump. Like people don't want to get Trump because Trump he is, he hates Mexicans and all that shit. But I think realistically, he does. He probably does hate us, but he has us working for him and all that. And at the same time, um, like he wasn't supposed to win. It was supposed to be Hillary that was supposed to win. So I think that somebody has something to do with it. I'm surprised they haven't killed that fool. And I think he said all that stuff about us because he wanted to win all, win over all the other states in the East, like all those, all those hicks and stuff, the hillbillies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just wanted to win them over because no matter what, man, Hillary was doing some bad stuff too, man. I don't know if you guys heard of spirit cooking. That's where they get like a, they fill a tub full of, full of blood and that shit has nut, fucking menstrual fluid, all kinds of crazy shit in there and they drink it. It's a ceremony they do. There's some witch, she's like fucking 60 years old but she looks like she's fucking 30. And see, no, but no matter what, what, the reason why I'm saying this, no matter who you pick, it's going to be bad, man, because Joe Biden, that fool's, that fool's a fucking pedophile. If you look at the videos, that fool's like creepy. He's like behind the little girl. He's like putting his heart on behind the girls and shit. Like all that shit's fucked up, man. So I don't even vote, man, because no matter what, they already have somebody who's going to be picked. No matter what, we, no matter who you pick, it's going to be a bad choice. It's going to be the, the best of, of, of both of the, you know, the two bad, the, the best of both evils, you know? Yeah, that's why yesterday I posted up, I want to vote for 2020. These nuts. <laughs> Dude, fuck. <laughs> I to be honest, dude, I don't even want to vote for any of those two yeah. motherfuckers and shit, dude. Because you know, with all this stuff's going now with the whole Ed's uh, being, um, you know, that whole shit on Netflix, you know, all this this fucking sex island shit, with these orgies, like all this crap going around with these senators, these things. Uh, 
Yeah, and uh, it's crazy. It's, it's some crazy fucking shit out there, man. Yeah, like that fool Senator Wiener. That fool, they call them, them, that's his real fucking name, but that motherfucker was actually sending his wiener to fucking little girls in pictures and shit. Senator Wiener. So how fitting, you know? But uh, yeah, that the island they were talking about, dude, like all of a sudden Tom Hanks is sick with COVID-19 and so is his wife. That motherfucker was at the island. And that way they feel sorry for him. They don't talk about him, but he was at the island too, man. So that's just the way that, that they, they, it's you know, I call it smoke and mirrors, man. Just like, like with this whole shit that's happening to our people is like, I think they're paying these black kids money to be doing this shit so so we're not united so so we're fighting each other man because like i said man if we're if we're we're more powerful together we're stronger together and they don't want that shit man they don't want that shit man and, uh, yeah you know? yeah i posted something that they keep on taking it down with the uh, billionaires uh Soraros, uh you know going on a craigslist going online trying to pay people to riot and cause havoc and shit so they can uh you know, try to collapse the the economy, try to collapse the United States, you know, so, you know, it can be in chaos and that's where everything would be different and and separate all the states into countries and stuff like that and, and be divided. And, and there's a lot of crazy shit out there, man. Yeah. And you know what? That's what they want. And actually, I heard about that sorrows from my mom because she she watches videos and shit like that. So she's like, hey, that sorrows, he's the one paying all these people, you know, and like all these Antifas, like. They were leaving bricks at the fucking protests and all that. And so, like, man, it, it's deeper. If, if, if you look into it, it's, it's crazy, man. But a lot of people, what happens, too, is, like, I'm sure you, you've had that before. People tell me, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're fucking crazy. But what it really is, people fear what they do not know, man. So since you know all this knowledge, they're afraid that they're dumb because they don't know it. So, oh, hey, know, I got a story for you. Uh, <laughs> my boy Tito, a Sunday, because I was telling him because I, I, the Mega Man was sick. And uh, I took the COVID test and he was like, hope they didn't put a chip up your nose. And I was like, you know, when he said that, I, I didn't tell Tito. But when I went to take the COVID test on um, last Wednesday, I looked at it. The doctor said, what are you doing with our swab? Because you got to put up your nose. I want to make sure this shit doesn't have a fucking chip or this or whatever. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, come on. I, I said, don't fuck with Mega Man. Don't be fucking with that shit, dude. Like... I'm not fucking stupid, you know? You're not going to put some de fucking device in there and control me or this, whatever, because you don't know, man. Yeah, you know what? Since you said that, man, I, I like Tito even more now, man, because that means he's he's a seed. And that's why when I heard him, man, it clicked, like, what he was doing. And we think we think similarly, man, like, like minds, like, you're going to get along with someone like that because it's true, man, and he's smart. Like, they, they call these stupid people, they call them woke. They're not really woke. The people that think like me, like you, like him, that's really woke because you're looking into the big picture, man. And, and you know, that, like, okay, you got sick, right? And I understand you were scared. You have kids. I have kids, too. And you thought it might have been that COVID shit, right? But that COVID shit, you might never get it. But that shit's going to fuck you up mentally and, 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 and psychologically more than, than it'll even fucking affect you physically or to your health. And, like, you, what you had, you had a flu. But nowadays, they don't want to call it the flu. They want to call it the COVID. And you got lucky they didn't label it as COVID. Because, okay, thousands of people die of COVID, okay? Hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not COVID. They die of the flu, okay? And all kinds of people die of obesity. They're still coming out with new fucking Doritos. They're still coming out with fucking triple Big Macs and shit. So that, it's bullshit, man. I think so. But don't listen to me. I mean, yeah, protect yourself because we don't know. Because they could always make some man-made shit, you know, and uh, don't listen to me. Do your own research, like, like I do. <laughs> hey, wait, when you said triple Big Macs, that would be crazy shit if they fucking McDonald's made like, hey, we're going to give you a, a, a McDouble, like two McRibs into one sandwich. 
Oh yeah, I'm, shit. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't do that shit, man. They, they, that's crazy, man. Like they'll do that. It's it's uh, you know, whatever it is to, to if you think about it, look, this this is not a conspiracy, it's common sense. Okay. You you go you go buy a water, okay? You buy a water, it's gonna be like two, three bucks for 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 a bottle of water. You buy yeah. a two liter of soda, sometimes that's just a dollar, man. You wanna go buy a cheeseburger, it's 99 cents. You wanna go buy a salad, it's seven, eight dollars. So yeah. what's gonna happen? It's all fucking programmed so we can be fat. And I'm a fucking victim of that shit, you know? Especially with this COVID. I blame that shit on the COVID. But prior to this, I got really sick last October, man. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night, and my nose kept fucking dripping blood. And I thought I was going to die because I have high blood pressure. So I thought maybe, like, a vessel in my brain blew up, right? So I stood over my wife. I stood on top of the bed, and I said, hey, I woke her up. She got scared. What's going on? I'm like, I'm fucking bleeding. Let's go to the fucking hospital. So we went to the hospital. Long story short, I put a double big up, like, on my mouth, and I kept catching the blood and shit. It just wouldn't stop. And it blew up because I had high blood pressure. Luckily, it wasn't in my brain. It was in my nose. But that shit really made me, like, before, even now, I'm not afraid to die. I really am not afraid to die. I, I, it's fucked up, but I'm not afraid to die. But being there and having my wife in front of me and being afraid that, what, like, I thought, man, what is she going to do if I die? So that really made me change my mind, and I was taking care of myself. With stupid-ass COVID thing, you can't even buy food. I was buying salads. I was eating right, man. I lost so much weight, man. I used to weigh, like, 310 pounds. I got all the way down to like 265. Right now I'm at back at 280 because of the fucking COVID. Blame it on the COVID. I, I gained 15 pounds, but I got to get back, man, because my family needs me, man. You know, and it's like, that's kind of selfish because, because I care. I really, I don't give a fuck about dying. I just don't want to burn. But at the same time, I want to keep living for my family, man, because they need me. You know, like, what, what's, what are my kids going to do without me? What's my wife going to do without me? And, and, and that's the drive. Like, I don't fear death, but that right there makes me live for them, you know, because yeah. I live for my kids. That's some crazy. Like, when, um, when I was sick since I've been sick since uh, last last Sunday, and I got barely got better on uh, on Sunday. Everyone thought that I had the COVID, and uh, you know I was losing weight. Like Wednesday, last Wednesday and Thursday, I swear to God, no lie. Wednesday, I text my lady, I text everyone, and I just want to tell everyone that I love you uh, to all the people who uh, I hated. I said, "Hey, Megan, man loves you too," <laughs> you know, my <laughs> because. I was like, I think people were, were kind of confused. Like, what's up with Mega Man saying all this shit? Because I thought I was, I thought I was gonna die Wednesday night, Thursday morning, because my temperature was at 105. One time it spiked up to 106, and I'm thinking to myself, if you spike up to 106, are you dead? You know, and uh, I, my temperature was going off and on and off and on and off and on, and. Uh, I was sweating it off, and uh, luckily I had I had nine one one on speed dial. If anything happened, and uh, you know, like I was gasping for air. I mean, every symptom I had, I thought I had the COVID. Even the doctor said, and uh, dude, I had the worst experience of my life on on Thursday morning. I thought I was gonna be dead. So when I took the COVID, when I got my results back and everything um, on Saturday, uh, my results came back and said I was negative. Then I came to find out, I was like, man, I'm, why did Mega Man almost die? Like, what the fuck? What, this has to be the COVID. It wasn't a COVID. It was a real, I had a really bad stomach flu. Really bad. Yeah. And, uh, I lost about uh, 22 pounds in one week. Wow. 22 fucking pounds because I wasn't eating anything. I was sweating everything off. I was going to the bathroom. I was spitting up... Uh, mucus and blood and saliva i was pissing i was going to the bathroom a lot it would just diarrhea was just coming out like liquid it's just like everything was just coming out of me 
And I was scared to the point, like, this is not normal. Like, and my, and, and you know, the sad thing about it is, Jose, because no one could take care of me because everyone's so like, you got the COVID, you got the COVID. So I had to deal with it on my own with no help and everything. And I had to call my mom and say, hey, mom, I just want to tell you I love you. But if I don't make it from this, because I, I could have sworn I thought I got the COVID, but I, I was telling him like, hey, I don't know if, if I don't make it. I just want to tell you I fucking love you. And um, it was the worst experience I, I would never forget last week was the most. This will go down in my life as one of the most hardest. I, I was at death. I was at death doors bed right there thinking like, what the fuck, dude? It was crazy. Yeah, but you know what, though? Uh, in a couple of years, you're going to think back and you're going to think, fuck, you know what? I felt like that and I felt like I was going to die. But look, you're alive now. You fucking made it through. So th- it ain't going to be shit. This is going to make you stronger, man. But man, having shoulder like that is, is bad, man. You got to, you can't even keep shit down. Yeah. Because yeah, I never seen on my temperature, I had 106. And I was thinking to myself, wait, 106, this is the highest temperature I ever got when I had a, when I had the stomach flu. So. I should have went to the doctor, but I was knowing me, fucking true Mexicans. Hey, fucking suck it up and deal with it. I was just sweating it off, and I was sleeping. I was just, I was hot. I was cold, and I don't know how, but I fucking dealt with it. And the next day on on Friday, my temperature went down from 106, 105 to like not fucking 100, then 98, and it was going down. So that fucking Thursday morning, man, it was. Uh, I almost fucking died. Yeah, man, we're fucking stubborn as fuck, man. But you know what? When your when your temperature goes that high, your body goes into, into convulsions, and, and, mm-hmm. and you can you can up your brain, man, because it starts it starts misfiring, man. But that's what happens. Yeah, like like we don't go to a doctor so we're like really 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 fucked up and, and yes, the yeah. Fuck up, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's 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 super typical because. A lot of Mexicans be like, oh, just suck it up and deal with it or put some ointment in this. But I, I don't know what, maybe because we're too strong, we're too, we don't, we don't need doctors like, hey, we just suck it up and deal with it, you know? Yeah, that's what it is, man. That, that's just, it's just, it's just embedded in, in your blood, man. Because <laughs> we're, we're survivors, we're warriors, man. So we, we think we could beat everything. Like, man, like, like I re- really, man, like I thought, I thought I was in- invincible, man. Cause I'm, I'm pretty, pretty stronger than the average person. I'm, I'm a pretty big dude. I got a big ass head. I got a big ass body. So I thought I was invincible, man. But then what happened to me one time is like, I felt like I had like a, like a hernia, like, like, like in, in my growing. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then what, I was like, ah, whatever. It's, it's just a hernia, whatever. And then one day that it woke me up, man. I was shivering like crazy and I was shaking. I told my wife, hey, you know what? I, I, I feel really cold and I'm shivering. I already put on a sweater and sweat. She's like, you know what? You got to go to the hospital. Your, your body's telling you. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to go. She's like, come on, we have to go. So we ended up going and um, the fucking doctor, they're called lymph nodes. I guess the lymph node was swollen. And the doctor, instead of doing a biopsy, that motherfucker took it off, man. So he fucking removed my lymph node and shit. And uh, he, he ended up taking it off. But my body was telling me, like, dude, you got to go. Like, like, I, there's no way I, I would have stayed here because my body was telling me I was, like, shaking. I had a fever. There's no way I could have gone back to sleep. So it's a good thing my body told me, hey, fucker, you got to go. The crazy thing about that is when I went there, they never weighed me. And they just put anesthesia on me. Because if you look at me, you might think I weigh about 230. But at the time, I weighed about 280. You know, because I'm, I'm pretty solid. Even though I'm a chubby guy, I'm pretty solid. So, fuck. We're, I was in, when I was in the ER, I remember they wheeled me into intensive care unit after they, you know, post-op, right? And I woke up, man, and I was like, hey, where am I? And I looked 
like, oh shit, you're you're in the post op. Okay. I'm like, you know what? Take me to my, my wife. And I started joking around. And they noticed that I, I came back to normal right away. So they took me back and I'm thinking, fuck, I could have woken up during surgery, man, because these fuckers didn't weigh me. They just estimated that he weighs this much. But no, man. Same thing. Like whenever I go to the dentist, he won't put he doesn't put enough enough uh Novocaine. And I'm feeling, I'm like fucking feeling the, the drilling in my tooth and stuff, because I'm like a, a big guy. So it, the stuff doesn't work on me, man. Yeah. Hey, Jose, I'm doing a live right now, and uh, we, we want to give shout-outs to this. There's the people that came on. Uh, Buddha Cultura podcast is on live right now. Oh, what's up, Buddha Cultura? Yeah, there's a lot of people. Uh, Long Beach Carlos, Burning D. Mac, you know, uh, Burn to Death 91, uh, 562 underscore 612 is under uh, on the move 562 underscore there's a lot of people going live right now so yeah man uh, so all you to all you people man supporting support man and remember defend the loteros any way you can help man we got to do something about this thing especially all of us chicanos and you know what what i, what I like too man is like you're on there and i always see these guys on there too man on your lives and, and you guys are always supporting each other because man Ain't no, ain't no white, white Jewish people gonna, gonna, gonna blow us up. We gotta do it ourselves. We gotta spread the word, man. And like, I like what you guys are doing with like, you're, you're building like a community of Chicano podcasters, and, and that's really good, man. That's what I tell it's supposed to be like, you, because they're not gonna help us do it. We gotta do it ourselves, man. And this is good coming together. Like this is support. Like these, especially where they're from. They're from Minnesota. It's probably late as fuck over there, but over here they're still down and, and they're supporting and they're watching the live. And so shout out to Pura Cultura and everyone else watching. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, Latino podcasts out there that are making a movement. And uh, so I have to give credits due when um, when I had uh, when I was on Chicano Shuffle and uh, they were telling me like Ramon was telling me about Buddha Cultura and they were like, hey, man, you got to you got to hear this podcast. You got to hear this podcast. It's like, huh? And it's like, yeah, but they always like Buddha Cultura back in the day when they first started, they're giving me all this love and likes and giving me shout outs. But I wouldn't listen to it. It's like, and then I heard and and Ramon was like, hey, man, like, have you listened to Buddha Cultura? says, no, I haven't. And they're like, dude, they're giving you love and everything. It's like, you know, and I looked and I was like, this is me. This is me, my old version. When I saw that they were doing two, two hours, 255, like two hours and 55, I was like, Fuck that. That's too long. <laughs> the reason why, because I listened to over, not exaggerating, over a hundred episodes, a hundred uh, different types of podcasts. So I have to make time for everyone. So since I got caught up with a lot of stuff, I was like, you know what? I have three extra days. Let me just bang all these uh, episodes of Buddha Kuduras out with Lazy and Smiley. And I heard it for three, three long days straight and everything. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, we got something here. I mean, they they have interesting topics, you know. Um, you know, I I I you know I like their episodes; they're really really good, and you know I I like what they're about. And when they have guests on them in the beginning, uh, for some kind of reason, um, I corrected them. I I DM'd them. I and, you know you know make a man. You know how I am. Make a man don't give a fuck. I'll I'll say how it is. Uh-huh. I told them, lazy and smiling, whoever's controlling Buddha Kududa's uh, page. Hey, man, when you do it, when you have a guest on, don't overtalk them. Don't like stop them. You're not done with the conversation like that. When you have a guest on, focus on your guest. I know it's your podcast, but really focus on your guest because that's your guest. So that's where things that you know. There's always going to come corrections and stuff like that. And you know, if they took my advice, awesome. You know, and everything. But it's cool. But I like 
I like that what they're about, and uh, I get a lot of love from Buddha Cultura, but also at the same time, Jose, I get a lot of hate because I support them. And there's a lot of people in Long Beach, and there's a lot of people who follow me that say, I don't know why you support them for. I like them. I like what they're about. They they call it how it is. They speak the truth. But there are some Mexicans or some Latinos out there that they said, hey, they're so pro this. They're so pro that. But you know what? You have to shed light of what's going on. You cannot be silent. We have, we, they have, for them and for me and for you or for everyone, every podcast out there, you got to have your voices heard, you know? Yeah, man. And shout out to, you know what? I didn't even know those Mexicans in Minnesota. I was like, oh, shit, Mexicans in Minnesota. So whatever they deal with is going to be different from what we do. It's different. But at the end of the day, we're all Chicanos. We're all Mexican. We, we, we deal with certain things. That, and this goes back to what I was talking about, man, about the crabs in the bucket. Like, instead of us supporting them, you know, like you see a fucking crab making his way out, you pull his ass back down to your level. And we got to stop that shit in, in our communities, man. Like, you know, like, oh, you got these Asian communities, the white communities, they fucking help each other out. They all live in a fucking house. They buy, they buy a house. And why can't we do that shit? We're fucking hardworking. We're fucking intelligent. You know, we're powerful fucking people. But if we keep doing this shit, like hating on, on the next man, like, hey, they're no, we're not going to be all the same, man. Like, like, this goes back to when I was growing up, man. Like, in the 80s, I was on to the cure. I was into fucking, like, just new wave shit, right? And I was lucky that my homeboys, man, shout out to all my friends, man. They they fucking took me in, man. They didn't give a fuck that, that I was a new waiver. They're all cholos and, and they respected that I was different, but I'm just like them. I'm Mexican. And you gotta accept that shit. We're not all gonna be the same. If we're all the same, it's fucking boring. It's gonna be it's gonna suck. You know, you're gonna like the same shit. You're gonna agree with the same shit. You're not gonna have different points of view. We're all gonna have different points of view, and that's what makes us special, man, because we're all fucking different, no matter what, man. But we're oh, yeah. in the heart, but we're all got different minds, we got different opinions. Hell yeah, that's what I want. That's the next step I want to talk about. Why do Latinos and Mexicans fucking love Morrissey? The thing is, man, and this is what, see, the thing is, we're all macho and this and that, right? But in, in, in his songs, he expresses, like, feeling and how, well, what we wouldn't say, he expresses it in, in a song. And the thing about his songs is, like, they're ambiguous. So it could be, a girl could be in the song singing it about a guy, or a guy could be into the song singing it to a girl. It's, it's ambiguous. And, like, it's pretty much, like, it's about, it's about, like, fucking, like, the, like sad, sad topics and love and for example how soon is now it talks about fucking like how soon is now like when he's gonna meet somebody you know so it says uh they tell him there's a club if you'd like to go you could meet somebody who really loves you and you go and you stand on your own and you go home and you cry and you want to die like that's fucking beautiful like you go there and or like for example uh, fucking this charming man. I would go out tonight, but I don't have a stitch to wear. Like a lot of little little topics. So I was able to relate to that a, a lot, you know. And a lot of a lot of Chicanos can relate to that. And also, the main main reason why we like him is he is British. He, he's from England. He's from Manchester, but he is uh, he's um, Irish of Irish descent. So it's like us. Like we're Chicanos. We're, we're Mexican blood. He has a song called Irish Blood, English Heart. But us, we're Mexican blood, American Heart. That's what we're made of. Wow, Earth that I'm afraid of. That that shit just fucking resonates, man. And shout out, I love Marcy. I've seen him so many fucking times. I've shaken his hand. He's throw, I'm always in the front, dude. If, if you go to my 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 personal page, Death Blow One, you see all the fucking Marcy shit. I, I'm always there in the front, dude. Fuck, dude, man. Like we can go. We can, we, we gotta do another episode with uh with uh New Wave because I love New Wave and my, I remember my mom back in the day because my mom. Uh, 
she's getting old to that point, they're getting a little like Alzheimer's. But my mom, when I was eight years old, took me to go see Depeche Mode at Pasadena. Oh, Depeche Mode 101. Damn. Yeah. But Depeche Mode was over close to 70 to 80,000 people <laughs> uh, playing that song. People ain't larger now. People ain't, ain't the larger now. It was like that. And had all everything and uh, has to be one of the greatest um, bands I've ever seen in my life. It was so uplifting. And uh, I only saw Depeche Mode two times in my life. And I have to say, man, dude, because of them, I listened to so many uh, music because of him, because of the new wave, new order. You know, I like you know, Joy Division, Echo and the Bunnymen, you know, NXS. I mean, even like the new waves now, like, you know, like the new, it's kind of like goth and new wave and stuff. Like, you know, kind of like, you know, like how I was telling you like earlier about prayers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like wave and cool. See, but you know what? Prayers gets a lot of shit. They get a lot of shit because he grew up, you know, I, I relate to his story because I grew up with the homies. I grew up with Cholos, but at the same time, I really, really relate to that guy because he grew up with Cholos, but he was different. He was into his gothic shit and they still respected him because he was down like me. Yeah, if shit went down, I got down. I, if you listen to my podcast, you'll fucking hear we threw putazos. They knew that I was down, even though I was different. When, it, when the shit came down, like Cypress Hill, when the shit goes down, you better be ready. And I was fucking ready. And that's the thing, man. Uh, yeah, as long as you're down, it don't matter what the fuck you like. It's your, it's all about your fucking heart, man. If you got heart, fuck it. People are gonna accept you. If they don't like you, fuck them. You keep did them. you hear the Did you hear the episode with the uh, prayers? Uh, there's a picture I had, like uh, you know me and uh, Tony A. the Wizard from Rodium Radio. Uh, Tony uh, Tony A. the Rizzer has a podcast in Wilmington, and he had uh, Leo uh, Safar Fat, you know, like uh, the guy, the lead singer for uh, Prayers on his podcast. It's live; you can see it on YouTube. Okay, it's a, uh, it's pretty different. You know, I was gonna be honest. I was like, wow, I I, re- I, I didn't really expect that, and um, for him to break down his story, it was really because he had to do everything because of his father and. Uh, it's a fucked up story what happened yeah, with his father. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's a, it's a really deep, and I like, I know he gets a lot of shit, but I, I like it. You know, I like his music. I like what he's about. Um, someone was trying, was, was when I posted earlier, uh, when I posted about prayers of what they stand for, um, I got a lot of backlash on my DMs. Like, I don't know why you, you post that shit, you know, and everything. I'm going to, I'm going to report you to Instagram. What the fuck? Why? They just don't like for who he is, but he speaks the truth, you know? Yeah, man. And that's why that that's he he's himself no matter what, man. If you don't like it, fuck it. And what he's saying is true, man. Like, you know, like like they came and they, they took over our, our this is our continent. This is this is like 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 there's a thing there's a Norte song. It says America yo soy. So America Oh, I love that song. Yeah, so, South yeah. America and North America, but people but white people want to say I'm American. We're all fucking American, man. There's a yeah. Mexican soccer team called the America. Because it's South America, North America, we're all fucking America. So these fools are stupid. You you want to say you're American, you got to say I'm United States of America, not just fucking America. We're all American. Yeah. When I when when you put that song on that video, it makes me relate because I had a lot of uh, family that worked in the fields and the farms in the in the Central Valley uh, up in uh, uh, McFarland, Bakersfield, Fresno, and all that. And when you put that song on, it made me think of that movie McFarland. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah. That's a good. I have, I have the DVD. I was watching it yesterday. Yeah, when they're running and shit. Yeah. Hey, because it's a because I've been to that city. I crossed. I uh, I went by there and stuff. And uh, 
the, the whole city, they're all nice. Everyone's fucking nice, man. That's cool because everyone's humble, man. They, they don't, they're, they're not Hollywood. Like a lot of these fucking people that they forget about where they came from. They forget about where their parents came from. They forget that the first language was Spanish. My first language was Spanish. My name's Jose. It ain't fucking Joe. It ain't nothing. It's Jose. That's my fucking, that's my name, man. You know, people, and people forget about where they, where they come from. And then they, they start being fucking Trump supporters. They start fucking drinking their chai latte and doing fucking yoga. But nah, it's all about culture and teaching your kids and keeping that shit alive because it's going to die out, man. You got to keep yeah. That's some crazy shit. Hey, hey what kind of, what, what um, for, there's, for, for the listeners listening, what types of uh, music should we be hearing from New Wave or, or what kind of music you listen to? Like mostly New Wave, huh? Like, yeah, like when I when I said, uh, well, you know, I'm really into Psychobilly, but Psychobilly really hasn't been coming out with, with too much stuff. Or they, there's a lot of local bands in Psychobilly. I, I'm still I still love Psychobilly, but lately, I, like what I listen, I listen to I listen to Cold Cave. They're really good. They kind of sound like Depeche Mode. They have a Depeche Mode sound. Tiger Army. Yeah, Drab Majesty's good. Um, Boy Harsher, Twin Tribes. They're from Texas. They're really good, man. Uh, she passed away. They're really good. They're from Turkey. I've seen them a couple times. They came yeah. over. There's Lebanon Hanover. There's a lot of fucking good bands, man. Oh, Cellophane. They're from Greece. They're really good. Cellophane is... Re- they were, see, I was supposed to see Cellophane and and, um, and uh, Lebanon Hanover, but since Trump did the whole fucking band, they couldn't come. So, fuck, I fucking missed out. They, I, I didn't get to see them, you know? Do you listen to punk bands, too? Yeah, I, well, not lately, but I used to listen to punk bands and stuff. Do you know a band called Dead 77? Dead 77? No, I don't. Uh yeah, it's a well-known punk band. One of my cousins, he's a guitarist, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's a. I had them on my podcast a long time ago, but uh, they're they're. I like their music. They're really really good, man. Dead seventy seven. They're they're pretty good. I'll tag you on some of their music. All right, cool. Well, you know what? What in the psychobilly scene right now? Um, there's a lot of bands, but they all kind of sound the same and shit. But there's a good band that that's out there. Um, they're called the Lost Boys. Oh and- damn! I like the name already. There's a dude named Edgar Van Dam. He's not, he, he's in that band. He's in a couple other bands, and they're fucking really good because they have a good like eighty sound, um, and they sound really really good, man. Really really tight. He's a really good bassist, really good guitarist. They're good and they're local. There's also the Quarantads. If you, if you like Psychobilly, and see, I, I like everything, man. I like everything, but but my, my main shit, I'm always gonna be a rocker because I've always been a rock and roller, man. So it's always gonna be rock. Yeah, sure. I when I grew up, my homies would listen to Tupac, and so I know all that shit. I know Spanish music. And all that shit. It's a mix, but my main shit. I'm a rocker. If you have, if you have me to pick, that's what I am. I remember. I remember when I saw uh, the Killers. I saw the Killers in concert, and uh, I remember uh, this is the first. They messed up. I don't know if you know this uh, indie band called Vampire Weekend. Yeah, I heard about them. Yeah. So when they first started, they accidentally were they're touring, and they kind of stopped on Long Beach on accident. It, it was the wrong uh, theater, but they played there. And it was one time only. And I was there. It's like, hey, there's a band playing. It's like, you know, I'm going to go. Yeah. And it was a uh, Vampire Weekend. I was like, oh, shit. You like Vampire Weekend. I was like, what the fuck? And they still have the board and they signed everything. And it's like, it's sold out in one hour. Oh, shit. Yeah. That, 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 that Scott sounds like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. yeah and end up, I went to go see uh, Arcade on Fire and Peter and Bjork. Oh, uh, you saw Bjork? Yeah. Oh shit! I saw Bjork in nine in two thousand three. I used to work at Craig and Auto Parts, and we used to, I used to listen to K Rock because that's when K Rock was still good, man. Yeah. The the uh, on a Monday they announced, hey, if, if you if you like Bjork and whatever, call in, right? So fuck, I I called too late, but the next day I like fuck the shit. I'm gonna, for the flashback lunch. I'm gonna be ready. So I had that shit on speed dial, 
And so we're going to give away some Bjork tickets. If you know Bjork's last name, call in. I called in. And like, what's your last name? I'm a good, good man's dotier. And I won fucking tickets to the Hollywood Bowl. Dude, that's one of the best production concerts I've ever seen in my life. She's fucking bad. She, I really like Bjork a lot, too. She's fucking bad, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, I, yeah, I know you talk about that girl, but it's it's like a, it's two guys. And uh, uh, Peter and York. Peter, I think it's called Peter and York. Oh, it's, no, I don't, I don't know what that is. That's probably Pete, Pete Bjorn or something like that. Yeah, Pete Bjorn, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, I heard them. I heard this uh, other group. It's a girl called Class Actress. Class Actress. No, I never heard of her. I should check her out. Hey, have you heard of the drums? The drums? Yeah, dude. Yeah, they're fucking, they're pretty bad, dude. Yeah, I saw them. I, I took pictures in their backstage and everything, and I saw one of my all-time favorite groups, uh, She Wants Revenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard of them before, too, yeah. Yeah, they're because they're from uh, San Fernando. Oh, shit. So I heard them. Then I, you know, I heard, I saw uh, Faith No More. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're fucking, Faith. yeah, from the 90s, 80s, 90s. Yeah, there's a lot of good music, and uh uh, what's that one black group? They play like rock. I think it's called a culture something. Oh, they, they sing this. They, they sing. They sing culture. Culture person. Oh, it's a yeah, um, I saw the concert. They're badass. Is, is are they called Living Color? No, not yes, living. yes. I think it's called Living Color. Yeah, they they're good, man. They're all black dudes. They get down, dude. Just like that 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 first ever black punk band, Death. They're good too. There's a documentary about them, dude. They're they're black punk rockers. They're fucking good, man. Do you listen to metal? No, like no, I I don't listen to metal, dude. I, One time I listened yeah. to like some of the Norwegian shit I, on YouTube and I put the shit in my earphones. Man, I feel like my heart started pounding all crazy because that shit is pure fucking evil. I try not to fuck with that shit because that shit, man, it's like it's, it's if you really listen to it, because see, because when I listen to music, I just don't listen to the music. I listen to the drums, I listen to the bass, I listen to the guitar because you know I, I try to see what they're doing and. Fuck, like that shit's too crazy, man. I can't listen to it because it, it that music is really made, it's really satanic, man. Like they do rituals and shit. And fuck, no, I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, get, I get it. But some of the, the, the metal bands I listen to is like uh, Kill Switch Engage because they have a black singer, but they're, I think he retired now because I think he has cancer, awesome. correct wrong or whatever. But uh, he's fucking good. Um, Boat Thrower, you know, like something, uh, punk band, you know, like The Addicts. Yeah, yeah, the addicts are good. Yeah, they're really good. Oh my god, I went to go see the addicts at Anaheim at the was it was it the House of Blues? I think it was on Halloween, and I dressed up as the attic, like with my with my with my mask and everything. I was like, "What? That's cool, man." Was that at, at, at the new House of Blues? Because it, it's not a Disneyland anymore. It's, it's like no, no, it was the well, it was at, it was at, when they had it over there at Disneyland. It was the old version. Oh, okay, yeah, that was cool because it was smaller. Yeah, man, it was awesome. And I saw uh, uh, this punk band. They're from Costa Mesa called uh, Manic Hispanic. Oh, I heard about them. Yeah, they do like like a lot of social distortion covers. They, they sing them different and shit. Like, like instead of like the rancid Rudy Soho, it's Rudy Cholo. Rudy Cholo. Oh, I have never seen uh, social distortion, but I know one of the, I don't know if, he, I don't know if he's one of the guitarists or the drummers, yeah, but, but he owns a restaurant on 4th Street called the Pike Restaurant. Yeah, yeah, that, that, he's, he's a guitarist. What the fuck is his name? Uh, uh dime bag what the fuck is that? i can't think of his name right now man but yeah i know what you're talking about yeah yeah johnny two bags johnny two bags he's a yeah he was, yeah super nice guy and everything but i had never seen such a distortion play they're good man i i saw him because back in the day i saw him like in 2003 at at the uh house of blues they would always have a show around christmas time that show was good man and like 
they just kept playing and playing. He's like, you guys want to go home to your little teddy bears? And then people were like, nah. And everyone, it was good, man. He puts on a good fucking show. And sometimes he brings out his son. His son's name is Julian Ness. And he'll bring out his son. His son will play guitar and shit. His son's like fucking 6'2", six 6'3". Six damn, man. That's... Damn, there's, there's so many good music back in the 80s. I'm so like, to me, I'm like an 80s baby, and um, I love fucking New Wave to, to the day I die. Oh, yeah, me too, man, because that, that's what you grew up with. And like, it, it's sad that, you know, music sucks nowadays, man. I really I really try to try to get into new stuff, but I can't, man, because like, I just can't. It's got to be good or else I can't listen to it, you know, and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when Mega Man was single, man, when... If you go to a lot of these uh, '80s back in it, I mean the, these uh, these uh, clubs in the LA scene, or maybe Dead Mar- it was it uh, 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 Anarchy over there in Downey, or any '80s club like Holy Goli or fucking uh, you know whatever they had over there, those clubs over there in El Monte, man, dude, I when anyone anyone who loves '80s music or New Wave or Morrissey, dude, I was there because you got New Wave women, you got New Wave girls. You got indie girls. You got rockabilly girls. And man, it was like going to a fucking candy store. A fucking buffet, huh? Candy store. <laughs> oh my god! I'm telling you, Mega Man. I don't give a fuck. But back in the day, Mega Man was a fucking little sucio. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, which one I'm gonna take home tonight? Fuck. Uh, I know. And he, I, you know what? Mega Man gave a fuck too. I, I, w- I would take one for the team too. Ah, uh, so torta, so torta Billy or what? Hey, I want to be honest. There are some. Not like Dorta's like huge girl, but they were kind of like I like I like my women kind of thick, but not chubby, but thick in the right places, like little Coca Cola bottle. And uh, there were some hot ass rockabilly indie girls or new wave girls back in the day, and I was like, you know what, Megan Man's kind of hungry. Let's get some tacos, and then, you know after that, let's go fuck. Damn, nah, not me, man. I'm gonna diet. I gotta watch my fat intake, man. I like- <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. Even though I lost 23 pounds and shit, I'm like craving a beer. It's like, I don't want to gain all that. Or I don't want to gain all that weight back. But man, dude, I'm telling you, when it comes to women, oh my God, I'm like, ugh, thank God. I just want to say, thank God, Mega Man's a retired hoe. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, there's so, like, there's many, there's like, a, there's a lot of good types of music. So I was going to tell you, um, we're almost getting to the end. Uh, what's your end game for your podcast? Well, my main thing is uh, mainly to tell you the truth. I'm doing it. I'm like I want to tell my story, so maybe people can learn about it, like the stuff that I did that I went through, the mistakes. Because a lot of times, you know, people don't get advice because maybe at home, maybe people don't teach them anything. Maybe the friends will teach them things. So I want people to to learn and, and get inspired, just like I just like I get I get inspired every day. So whatever I know, I want to share, it. and I want people. Uh, to, to, to learn about it and have a different think for themselves, you know, and just like learn, learn from whatever I, I do or whatever I find out. I like to spread the knowledge that, that I learned. Like, I'm not a hater. Like if I know something, I want the next person to learn about it. Or if I, if I find something that's good, I want the next per- person to experience it, to experience good stuff, all the good things in life. And, you know, and then also in the end, man, like I want to have something like, cause you know, like I'm fucking 40 years old. I probably got another 20, 25 years left. I want to have something that people could, boom you listen to me i'm right there man you want to hear something i'm gonna be i'm still gonna I'm, I'm not gonna be here physically but you're gonna be able to hear whether it's my music whether it's like my artwork whether it's the the podcast now you know like i i really i want to keep just keep doing it like man like i'm always fucking busy when i come home 
I'm either I can't just be sitting there. Like if I'm watching a movie or something, yeah, but I just can't be sitting there. I gotta be writing something. I gotta be making music. I gotta be working on the podcast. I gotta be writing something. Like I just can't. So I guess gotta keep. So you can leave something behind in this world, man. Because once you're gone, that's it. You only have that one life. But at least you're gonna leave inspiration for people. You're gonna inspire people. You know, like there's a there's a homeboy. That I grew up with, uh, he was my neighbor. His name is Nando. He's always giving me props, like, "Hey, man, Jose, thank you for getting me into like new wave, getting me into like rock. Like, you really changed my life because now I listen to different stuff. Because when I grew up, I was it was pure Zap and Roger, fucking hits, Cutie Pie, Tom Tom Club, all that shit. And yeah, cool, you play it, but I used to listen to my shit, you know. But I, I wasn't I, that wasn't my cup of tea, but I still listen to it, you know. Yeah, man. That's, that's, yeah, man, there's a lot of good stuff, man, and uh, I just want to say, dude, like, having this conversation with you, getting to know you more, understanding you, man, then I just want to say, man, like, dude, I made a good friend out of it, and, and you know, I'm going to support you all the way, man, um, just going to give you a little bit of advice, you know, for new newcomers on the podcast, man, just don't worry about the outside, keep on focusing on your podcast, have thick skin, um, and just like, just like I said, just focus, keep on grinding, you know, and, uh, you know, just, um, don't worry about other people. Don't worry about other podcasters. Don't worry about this, man. Just focus on you. Don't change anything about you. I like you for who you are. You be fucking you, you be fucking real and do just, just enjoy the ride. Like Martin says, you know, Hey, when Mar Martin Moreno always, he said to me when I had him on my podcast, Hey, Mega man, uh, what's your end game? And I was like, I don't know. So, you know what? Enjoy the ride because you never know this could be your last episode. You never know. And yeah, enjoy the ride. Yeah, I live I live like that too, man. Like fuck, especially since I had that fucking episode where I had to go to the hospital. Like I just enjoy life. And then man, the older you get, life fucking goes by fast. Like now for me, a week feels like fucking three days. The weekend goes by too fast. And and all the stuff that you were saying, thank God, like all those are qualities that I have already. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say about me. You know, there's haters. I've had a lot of haters and shit. And so I know how to deal with all that shit. And, and yeah. that's, I don't, cause, cause if you're not a strong person, you're going to be like, oh, you're, you know what, Ramos, your fucking podcast sucks. Oh, maybe it does suck. Maybe, maybe I should stop doing it. Fuck no. I'm going to, oh, you think it sucks? Let me, let me show you, motherfucker. Cause you know why? Cause you know why? Because this is the thing where we're so used to getting praise and love and everything. But when you get credit, get talk shit, we don't know how to take it. And you know the worst thing about it is because when you look at your podcast or Apple podcast and you look at reviews, and let's say, for example, you get a lot of love and we always worry about that person who left us a, a, a bad comment and that kills our day. But you know what? You have to be used to that. You're going to have a lot of people who are going to hate you. You're going to have a lot of people who are going to love you. And a lot of people are going to criticize you and this or whatsoever. But as long as you're doing good, as long as you're, you're, you're true to yourself and a lot of people are listening to you and support you and all that. Focus on that. The haters are the haters. The trolls are the trolls. The keyboard warriors are out there living in their mama's fucking basement and shit. Always fucking hating on us. He's like, oh, I could do a better podcast, but they don't fucking do it. Those are the shoulda, coulda, woulda people and shit. There are those are the ones like, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. Well, go fucking do it. But they don't want to fucking do it because they don't have that. They don't have that confidence. That's right, man. And like, like our sponsor anchor says, anybody could do a fucking podcast. Download that fucking podcast. You think you could do better than me? You think you could do better than Mega Man? He sucks. Let's see your fucking podcast. Yeah. And app and do it right now. I want to hear your shit. Let's see what you could do. And I always get props to the props. I always get props and loves to the ones 
who talked about it and you be about it. Because when you were me said, hey, Megan, man, what are some good pointers that I'm going to I'm going to start a podcast? And I told you this is what you got to do. And boom, boom, boom. And you fucking did it. And because of you, I give you respect for you doing a podcast because a lot of people, they'll do a podcast episode of one or two and they don't like it. And they like they quit. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for the love, man. But the thing is about me is like it, it, it's good and it's bad, man. Like if I say I'm going to do something, I, I'm going to fuck it. And I teach my kids, look, if you say it's because it, all you have, man, all you have in this world is your fucking word, man, your honor. Like if you say you're going to do something, you got to fucking do it. You got to honor that shit. Whether you're going to lose money, you're going to fucking lose something. The only way you don't honor something is the other motherfucker on the other side is not honoring the the, the, the part of the, of the bargain. But if you say you got to do it, you got to do it. You know, you, you got to like, like what they say, man, you got to you got to do what you say. And say what you're gonna do and do it in the end, man. Because if not, like you know, you gotta you gotta have credibility, man, and you gotta have integrity. You gotta do the right. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of things. Yeah, it's uh, you know, for a lot of people, people do podcasts for certain reasons. But to me, um, you know, podcast saved my life. If if I wasn't listening to podcasts, I don't know where uh my life would be at so i always give credit because you know if it wasn't for podcasts uh i don't know Mega man would be at i'd probably be in jail i would be dead or whatsoever and uh you know luckily listening to a lot of people's podcasts uh you know it it really really uh helped me out and it really changed my life yeah and that's what it's about man and then and then, and then just like they're helping you out your stories are going to help somebody else out because maybe they're going through the same shit and they don't know what to do. They don't know who to turn to, especially nowadays, man. People are afraid to express how they feel, express what they like because they're too, they're too proud. Like, Oh no, I'm fucking cool. I'm, I'm too, I'm too, I'm too cool for that shit. But you know, they're afraid to ask, but if the knowledge is there, they're going to absorb it. Like, oh shit. You know what? I can relate to that. Or I'm going through the same shit. Maybe I, they may not want to talk to anybody about it, but they, your podcast is going to help them. And in the end, that, that, that's what I think, too. Like, even if my podcast, even if, like, 10 people listen to it, as long as that shit's helping them, that's what it's for. Because I'm, I'm not in this to make money. I don't, to be honest, I don't give a fuck about money. Right now, I'm comfortable. Could I use a little bit more? Yeah. If I, the only thing I'm missing is the house. But that shit's going to come with time because I'm going to keep working hard and I'm going to keep, and I'm teaching my kids. You got to leave it to set an example. Keep fucking working hard. They see me. I get up early in the fucking morning. I come home late. If I go, if I got to go do jobs on Saturdays, I go fucking do them because in the end, I'm looking ahead at the, at the, at the fucking prize and I want to have a good life. And I want, I want my kids to fucking have a good life too, you know, and, and set an example because when you're gone, they're going to, they, they see you, man, what you're doing and the way, what you do. And, and, and if, if you're hardworking, they're going to see that shit and it rubs off. Same thing with people. People see that you're fucking hardworking. You're an example. They're going to fucking do the same thing as you. Because a lot of people, are, they're not going to give you props, but they're going, oh shit, he's doing that. Oh, let me give that a try. And you're going to inspire them. They might not give you the props. Like me, I, I give people props where, where like credit is due. You got to give them credit, man. Yeah. To me, um, some people might have the personas of Mega Man, but to me, I've always been a grinder. I've always been like, hey, you know what? I don't like to post, but this is who I'm bringing on. This is what I'm doing behind the scenes. So even though I have a family working about 40, 50 hours at the same time doing the podcast and I'm working overnights, it's a, it's, it's a juggle. But you know what? I know how to balance it out. And, uh, you know, I want to keep on going because, you know, my goal by by 2025 is to uh, be on the Joe Rogan's podcast. And a lot of people are going to tell me why it's so long. Because it takes time to, you know, reach your persona and your platform and all that stuff. But, hey, you know what? Everyone has their end game. Everyone has their goals. But that's my goal, to be on Mark Marin and 
Joe Rogan's podcast. And after that, I can I can die a happy man. <laughs> That's cool. Well, yeah. Hey, well, you are the hardest working man in the podcast game, man. So <laughs> I know. Hey, I gotta give credit to Frank from No Father No Problem. Shout outs to him. Uh, I know he had surgery, so uh, I know he's resting. I know he's he's, uh, he's healing up and everything. Uh, we're almost getting to the end. Uh, Jose, uh, do you have shout outs or or any love you want to shout out? Uh, you know, show some love and everything before uh, we log out. Yeah, man. Shout outs to uh, the people that that donated. Uh, there's the uh, uh, Danny Mireles, uh, Javi, uh, also, also have my homie Steve Speedy. He donated a, a, a substantial amount, you know, to, to the cost for the causa to get to get our people uh, the uh, the pepper sprays. And uh, also my, my homie who's, who's locked up, man. Shout out to my homie uh, Eric, uh, primetime man. He, hopefully he gets out soon. He's been down for almost twenty years, man. I really miss him. And uh, just, you know, stay up. And also. Uh, you know, if you could follow me on uh, my personal one is uh, Death Blow One, right there. You see all my music because I also I work on music and shit. I produce music. I produce dark wave, you know, cold wave, and I, so I have that project. So you look out for that. And then also follow the the Ranting with Ramos podcast. You know, I do a bunch of updates on there, and then and also lastly follow my my podcast. You know, so I can make it better, man. Like the more you you share it, if you like it, if you don't like it, fucking leave a comment, whatever, you know, just let people know about it. Like I said, we have to support each other and because the white, the white people aren't going to help us. Ain't nobody else going to help us but ourselves. We got to help each other out. Fuck all that crab, break that fucking crab bucket open and everybody come out, you know, and fucking help each other, you know? That's what's up, man. Hey, man, like I said, best of luck to you. I already know, um, Whatever you know, guidance you need or any advice, man. You know, you um, I you just—it's a phone call away, text away, uh, DM away, podcast page, whatever. I I got your back and everything, and uh, you know, having you on and getting to know you more. I to me, I feel like we scratched the surface. We got to do a part two. Oh yeah, man. I got stories for days, man. I got a lot of fucking stories of growing up, crazy shit. I had a pretty crazy life, but despite having that fucking crazy life. I made it. I, I'm still making it, man. Like I, I, I wasn't a fucking failure. Even people wanted me to fucking fail. And the way I grew up, I, I was, I'm supposed to be a fucking failure. I'm supposed to be a fucking cholo. I was in that shit, but no, nah, man. I thought for myself, and thank God I'm, I'm strong-minded, and I'm still here, and I'm gonna fucking keep, keep doing this shit. I'm gonna keep pushing my podcast. And also, like I told you, man, anything you fucking need, you got a friend, man. Because I never fucking forget a favor, man. Anything you need, you, you call me up. I'm there, man. I don't. I never fucking forget it. And I got your back. Yeah. I, hey, I got your back, man. Thank you for everything. And, uh, you know, I, 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 this is a really good episode. Like I said, we, I, I got to get you on. Hopefully, maybe if you have time, maybe next month or September, get you on for part two. Cause I know, I think with part two, we're going to get to some deeper conversations, some crazy ass stories and shit like that. Hey, but Jose uh, Ramos, I want to say thank you for coming on the Make It Man's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. Hell yeah. Everyone, uh, subscribe to his podcast. Uh, please rate and review on Ranting with Ramos podcast and also the Mega Mess podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can find uh, his podcast and my podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google, Podbean, uh, iHeartRadio, um, dude, like Overcast, like the whole nine yards, all the major platforms. And if you can't find both our podcasts, just DM him him at Ranting with the Ramos podcast or the Mega Man's podcast, and we'll send you the links, and we'll send you to both our podcast page, and you can hear his story, 
and you can hear my story on the podcast and everything and stuff. Again, once again, Ramos, Jose, I love you, dog, man. Good episode. We got to do a part two. Let's do it, man. Let me know. I'm, I'll be ready. Oh, yeah, everyone. I love you guys. Jose, me, and Mega Man's out, man. Later, guys.